Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's episode 96. We're uh, back again. It's how we seize it. We're going to do the MCU, Marvel, Netflix uh, series combination release of The Defenders. This is this is where we take the, the characters of Daredevil, who had two seasons prior to this. We've got Jessica Jones with one season, Luke Cage with one season, and Iron Fist with one season. Throw them all in a blender and see what comes out. In a and, blender. Uh, wow. That's <laughs> that's. It's almost right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's putting that team together. This, I mean, this is they're taking that same uh, Marvel approach they did with Avengers, where we had a couple uh, previous uh, episodes or, or seasons with um, or releases of main characters. You know, you had your Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and then we get them together and we make a team out of them. So Netflix tried to do the same formula um, with their releases, where we had Daredevil, who had two seasons. Um, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and, and um, Iron Fist, and put them all together. And, and apparently, I mean, Nina could probably speak more to this, but this is this is comic book correct in the fact that Defenders is a title, not necessarily the crew <laughs> that was together in this as a comic book uh, crew or team team up, but um, the characters all have worked together throughout the comics, so it, it's not out of the realm. And from what I understand, Marvel did start to release a Defenders uh, version with these guys as the team-up. So, um, interesting. I never read any of those, but, I mean, I could see it being fun. There's, there, there's some good characters that could go well together. I mean, it's it kind of... One, it's, it's all the Netflix shows, so I can see right. why they wanted to... <clears throat> excuse me. Combine them there. But also, like, geographically, they're all kind of close together. Right. And I think how they all... And they all sort of end up fighting similar factions of um the yes. the same the same villain group Villainy. so yeah yeah so i could so i could see them eventually meeting up and and deciding to work as a team so so it made sense from that standpoint yeah yeah no and, and, and it, it's definitely it, it was a good try it was a good attempt and and it could have it could have if Netflix was able to keep the Marvel universe going with them, it could have led into a season two or or further uh, of Defenders specifically, or even you know more stuff. It's hard to say. They may have even added more characters. It's hard to say, um, but I think they did pre pretty decent job with what they had. So not not too bad. Uh, but as we always do on this uh, uh, podcast, we we tie in a drink selection to whatever it is we're we're podcasting on. In this case, Defenders. And so uh, it's time to talk about our drinks for this episode. And I, uh, I, I'm willing to go first unless anybody wants to jump in with theirs. Go for it. All right. I, uh, I had a hard time figuring out something on this one because usually I, I, I gravitate towards a certain character. And there was nobody that stood out to me more than anything else. Um, and then I started thinking about stuff. And, and uh, I started thinking about a new segment I want to do with this uh, podcast, too. And it's, it's called uh, How We Sees It's Drinking Game. Um, and so, and so, what I want, uh, what I'm going to do with that is, I'm going to come up with a drinking game for uh, from all the episodes, and and this is going to be the first one. 
before, and my idea was, was anytime you hear uh, come out, come like I'm between that, or uh, black sky, have to drink. It looks like we froze. We're losing you, Noah. Nope. We're, yeah, we're, we're you. back. Okay. You guys all froze for a second. Uh, yeah, your connection's okay. a little... Oh, that's... Okay, you guys all froze on my end for a half a second. I'm like, oh, damn it. All right, it's probably my kids messing with the internet, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, any anytime you hear uh, Come Lao or Black Skies, you got to take a drink because it gets mentioned way too many times in this episode. <laughs> uh, but that gave me the idea of like, okay, I'm going to go with my drink. And so I, uh, I made a drink called a Black Sky. This is one I came up with completely on my own. And this is maybe a reason I shouldn't come up with these on my own. But uh, <laughs> I went and got a uh, <laughs> Sky Vodka. And I did two ounces of that, and then the the next part is a uh, oh god, I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, Cruisin is the is the brand name, but it's a black strap rum. So it's it's basically a black rum, and uh, put those together, added a black cherry juice, one ounce of black cherry juice, and topped it with a cola. And so it's it's my black sky, and it it looks. I thought it was gonna be a little darker, but the cola I used is actually clear because I did a, a, a stevia based uh, cola because I'm having issues with um, some additives that get put in other sodas. So it didn't get as dark as I was hoping, but it's my black sky. It is horrible. It doesn't. <laughs> did you make? All. So you made this up? Yeah, I made this up. I well, I I thought you know the sky vodka. Okay, what can I put with sky vodka? And I started remembering. I'm like, oh, I I remember there's black black spiced rum and i wanted to get kraken um which is a spice oh, yeah. rum but they didn't have it uh where i was at and so i was looking around and then there was captain morgan's i was gonna go with that and then i saw this really nice looking bottle um and i'm like oh i'll get that one i think the idea with the black uh rum or the black uh, uh rums is that it's done in a kind of burnt aged barrels so it picks up a lot of that kind of off taste i don't know what it's if you like a smoky taste maybe maybe it's but it tastes like a bad Dr. Pepper. And I don't like Dr. Pepper to begin with. So, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Um, I, I, I had to, uh, I'd have to play with it to see if I could make it better. But, uh, yeah, I went with a black sky with this one. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I think going with just a regular spice rum might be a better idea. Or maybe... Like a maybe sailor cherries or something? Yeah. Um, I was trying to go with that black. There's a Bacardi black that I think might be also not as strong. I... I I think the one I got is has a pretty roasty flavor to it. Maybe that's that's what's causing the problem. So, so you keep, when, you keep when, saying black sky, but I haven't seen you drinking. So yeah, uh, no, because I said it was horrible. Did you I not know, catch but, that part? But yeah, but the, <laughs> you did say it's part of the drinking game. So uh, uh, right. So. I will, yeah, but um, that, that was that was my thing. So I know I know molasses comes in a black strap variety that's like oh. really really dark and very has a very strong flavor. Maybe so they might so yeah. they might have made it out of that that may be oh, what maybe. it is maybe that's it maybe it's more of a molasses because yeah it has that kind of kind of like a, a licorice kind of uh flavor to it a little bit of a like you a know black licorice, like an anise, anise type yeah exactly yeah. And, that, and yeah it's just not I'm, i've used it for cookies and it's it's way too strong for that so yeah and that may be maybe what it is and so yeah 
I'm kind of bummed because I was really excited for this. I was like, oh, this is a good new rum. And then I tasted it. I'm like, oh, this is not a good rum. Um, so, <laughs> but no, yeah, maybe changing up the rum to just a regular spice rum or a Bacardi Black or even a Kraken uh, Black rum, uh, spiced rum might be better. But yeah, it's it's not so horrible that I'm not going to finish the glass because, I mean, I hate throwing out good you know liquor just because it tastes bad. Uh, I'll just plug my nose and go. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. And then, uh, like I said, I'm going to start that new uh, thing. I'm uh, coming up with a drinking game uh, for every one of these episodes. So uh, if you want to follow along with this, you can, every time someone says Black Sky or Kulam in this uh, episode, you can drink along with us. So that, that's me, and uh, you, I'll drink might, to that. You, you might want to keep the uh, the ambulance on speed dial. Cause... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, who's next? Um, oh. I'll go. Okay. Uh, I same. I went with because this all takes place in New York, mm -hmm. and all of the um, the heroes are like specifically New York um, based, and like in some cases very identified with like um, Daredevil with Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen and Luke Cage with Harlem, and just very, you know, like New York is very much. Yeah. Well, Jessica Jones is also kind of based out of Hell's Kitchen. Her her office is there, but they never really talk about where Danny Rand's big building is. I I presume uh, Midtown, okay. but um, now in the comics, know. wasn't that L.A. or was it in was it New York in the comics as well? I think you it's still what? in New York because uh, Luke Cage always has been part of Harlem, and um, him and no, Danny Rand are okay. Are, okay. Are, buddies buddy all throughout the the comp way more than they are in the show and that's one of the things that people have said that they wish would have been done better that makes sense okay anyway so i went with a uh with a fairly um straightforward uh drink the apple teeny for the big apple nice um and these are these are very tasty and actually the first time i had one was was in new york at the um at the plaza hotel i had some friends oh, cool. I was not staying there. I had some friends who were staying there. So, so you had a big uh, apple teeny. Yes, this was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a one and a half ounces of vodka, five ounces of sour apple schnapps. And, or five sorry, ounces. Not five ounces. Half oh, an wow. ounce. I'm like, I'm excuse, very apple excuse me. I'm, I, I didn't. Yeah, she already had a few. Need the ambulance on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. A half ounce of sour <laughs> apple schnapps. And a half ounce of apple juice or Covados, which is like an apple brandy if you have it, which I don't. Okay. And then um, you put it in a martini glass and you take a real thin slice of apple and you like um, cut the apple uh, the short way, just like lay mm -hmm. it on its side and cut slices. So you have like a whole round apple slice kind of floating there on top. Oh, nice. And uh, as the garnish. And uh it's very tasty, um, you know. And since it's fall, you know, the apple is uh, it's it's the season for apples. So, you know, it'd be really cool. Is remember those old glasses that look like an apple, like the the glass jar that you could buy apple juice in that looked like an oh, apple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool to be able to put out the, an apple teeny in that and then sell that directly like that. That would just you know, it'd be like juice boxes for adults. <laughs> <laughs> they. I have to tell you, there's a um, we go to uh, see the Philadelphia Orchestra sometimes at the Man Music Center, which is an open air theater here in Philadelphia. Uh, and in the summertime, like 
the orchestra will play and they have uh, like um, stadium type seating and then above that is this big green area where you okay. can go in with a um, with a blanket or whatever and uh, the last time we went there we saw one of the where they played the soundtrack to the movies live oh, oh nice oh it was great we I... went to see we went to see Star Wars. It was so fun. That sounds but, cool. Uh, so did they get... just play the soundtrack, or did they play the No, no, they played, the they played the movie, but, like, the soundtrack yeah, 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 was I've out, and, but the Philadelphia Orchestra played the soundtrack live. And yeah, when it was, Oh, it was great. When it was over, they got, like, a 20-minute standing ovation. Like, yeah. the, the conductor had to keep, like, bringing people back out and everything. It was great. <laughs> but anyway, what, since a lot of people are picnicking there, they have a lot of oh. things that, that are just, like, in little boxes. And they had adult Happy Meals, which was like crackers and sliced cheese and chopped up fruit. And then they had like a little tiny, like four ounce wine bottle. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. Yep. Someone knows marketing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Good deal. Nice, nice drink. I like that one. That one, that one uh, works well, especially with yes, the big apple kind of scene. Yes, yeah, it's 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 really nice. It's it's very tasty and. Yeah, I mean New York. It's it's a cliche, but New York is as much a character in this as anything. So exactly, hundred percent right. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Who's next? He right, wants to go ahead. No. <laughs> oh. All right, I'll go. Wait. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I made a drink. It's um, you kind of started to allude to it a little bit, Noah. That um, that this is sort of like Netflix's version of the Avengers, or trying yes. to be Netflix. And they just, uh, they, they, they aren't quite the same as the Aventors, obviously. No. <laughs> um, so I made a drink that is, it's equal parts, um, it's a shot, and it's equal parts um, Jägermeister, apple, um, schnapps, and um, cranberry juice. Okay. Um, and it's called the Red-Headed Stepchild. <laughs> and I just think of it like they're, it's like not quite as good as the Avengers, you know, trying to be like the Avengers. I love it. I love it. It's just kind of like that. So it's called the Redheaded Stepchild. There were a, lot, a bunch of different versions online, and this is the best one. So that sounds so, that is perfect. That's, that's kind of what I was trying to come up with. I was like, I need something, but you nailed it. That That's perfect. So, so elegantly said. I, and I then uh, the other thing, I just had another, another, one of my favorite it. scenes, and I'm sure we'll get into it, one of my favorite <laughs> scenes is um, when three of the four of them are riding the subway. Yep. Yeah, and she Jessica steals Jones, the beer. Jessica Jones steals the beer. So I went and I got the cheapest beer I could find. Nice. Which yeah. was a hams. Um, I, I've, I've never actually seen hams out here on the West Coast. I've known it more. <laughs> I was going to say, you've never seen it in the wild? <laughs> right. It's more of an East Coast beer in my, in my uh, recollection. I think it's more of a, I think it's originally from Florida. But it's the cheapest beer I could find, so I, I went with I went with the hams as you know, the beer she stole off the homeless guy. Hams has always had the best commercials. Like I always loved their commercials as a kid growing up. Those are the those are the beer commercials I remember the most, enjoying the most. Like even though you know Bud Light is is had some great hilarious kind of things and and Bud's had their iconic stuff and even some of the others, but Hams always had like that cartoon bear and and just. Something about them, I, I just remember them from my childhood as far as, like, Ham's beer was just always hilarious. Well, you know, it's and you say this, and now I'm totally, I can't believe um, 
I can't believe I forgot about this, but Kelly was telling me that uh, there used to be a big neon sign um, in San Francisco that she could see from her grandfather's apartment. Oh, they had hams. The hams, the hams bear, and it was drinking the beer. So it was like a mm. sequence of oh the movement of, of neon. So it looked like he was like tilting the beer God, up. And I drinking almost think it. I've so, seen that before too. Yeah, That's... it was pretty famous. Um, but anyway, so uh, so I guess it was on the West Coast. I just didn't know it. I only ever... oh yeah, I re I remember as a kid remember seeing it, or even when I was a little bit older and, and into my uh, I'm gonna sneak and get some beer phase. That hams was one <laughs> of those ones that uh, would show up because it it back then was still one of the cheapest. I remember uh, I want to say it was like a six pack was like a dollar ninety nine at, at some point when I was still too young to buy it myself, and we would ask people outside to buy us uh, beer. Well, so. I'll, I'll tell you, it's. I was looking for Meisterbrow because when I was in college, that was twenty dollars for a case of Meisterbrow. Oh, I always remember PBR being the cheap, cheap, cheap one. That, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it where it just says beer on the can. It's usually yellow or oh, white yeah. and just says beer and has a barcode. Sure. Um, yeah, those, those were pretty cheap too. But yeah, we always tried to. Cams and PBR were always the ones we were trying to get because we could get them like. Uh, two bucks for a six pack if we could get someone to buy it yeah. buy it for us i got you so, all right yeah, steve so, anyway they also real quick the hams they also uh -huh. used to, they also used to come the 12 ounce cans used to be shaped like a keg oh yeah <laughs> so they weren't straight sides kinda like they mickey, were like kinda, uh, yeah like, like mickey's wide mouth bombs, yeah. but a can anyway, nice so all right, all right steve you're you're up what do you got for us i'm out of touch with the hams obviously i'm even looking up the uh the bear the animated bear. I did. I've never. I've never seen it before. So. Oh really? Yeah. My yeah, dad. Had, drank, my dad. Drank I just Coors. looked it up too. <laughs> um, oh. And, and that's what I, you know, that's whenever I, stole a beer, it was from my dad's. <laughs> dad, so. Um. All right. So I did draw from the defenders from one of the episodes. This was when, um, Electra is at, uh, at Daredevil's apartment, like Murdoch's okay. apartment, going through his things. She's uh, kind of coming, trying to figure herself out. And uh, she's going through his box and she pulls out the little card with uh, the uh, name of the cemetery, uh, Sacred Saint Cemetery. Oh, where and, she's buried. Uh, Revelations 21.4, which is something about death shall be no more. It's kind of a, a uh, this idea of, of rebirth, which kind of fits with her character being uh, the black sky. Oh, did I just say black sky, Noah? I think you did, you did. And she sure. turns it over and on one side, it's a picture of a white lily, which kind of has that same sort of uh, reference too. It's, it kind of means uh, purity and rebirth. So I looked oh, up, right. I looked up a, uh, a white lily cocktail and I was kind of excited to find a, an old cocktail that's been around for, you know, 80 some odd years that uh, consists of equal parts uh, orange liqueur. They recommend Cointreau, which I had, so that was nice. A white rum and a dry gin. And then about five da dashes of absinthe, which I didn't have any of that. And it was a good excuse to go out and grab some of that because I really want to make a Sazerac. And, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> did and you get then, a full bottle or did you get a, a 
I, all I could guys. find was full bottles, so oh, okay. <laughs> it's going to be around for many, many years. Hopefully. I would hate to buy a half a bottle of It's going to be around for quite a while. Huh? In fact, I just bought a little squirt bottle, too, because I see that a lot of oh, times nice. people just use little squirt bottles to squirt the glasses uh, yeah. for making Sazeracs. And probably because, you know, this just says five dashes. So I just dropped it in and I just swirled it around in the in the in the base of the cup. And so you you, you mix this up, but one ounce of of the of the orange liqueur, the rum and the gin. Uh, and stir it on ice and, and strain it into into your glass and then you cut a little lemon peel and and uh, squeeze it squeeze the you know the essence of it and and drop it in it's kind of nice too because it looks almost like the, the it looks like a white lily because it's a very it's, it's a it's a white uh, looking drink with the with the kind of that long bulb of, of the lemon peel inside so um, so this is a, a white lily kind of in honor of of Electra's rebirth as uh, the black sky nice the black sky Cheers. drink <laughs> serious really <laughs> it's supposed to be why you're uh, watching the show when you sent that when you sent the recipe out oh it's just for when we're watching the show pardon me it's no. for whenever you want really <laughs> that's right uh, um I'll, I'll i'll tell you this um i when i saw your drink i've had an apple teeny or two in my day i won't tell you a ton <laughs> of them but um, when I saw your drink, Steve, it looked it looked pretty it looked pretty tasty. So uh, it's nice. It's it's boozy, yeah. but um, yeah. I think I went easy on the absinthe because I, I I I I tried I tried making this once a little earlier, and it was the, it was too much of the too much of the uh, the black licorice flavor that kind of comes out of that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So this well, time, this black guy. If you like no. black rishi, you should make a black sky. I think that's, I think that's like what it. I was worried about with mine <laughs> with the with the Jaeger. Like that, the Jaeger would be too overpowering. Yeah, this is nice now. Yeah. Good. Alrighty. Okay, so now that we got through our drinks and, and everything that, and our new our new segment in in uh, what's the drinking game, uh, let's get into this. Uh, this I just thought it was fun. I was like, this is this is something I was thinking. That's kind of fun. I, I should do that. Gives oh, me you know, one more thing to do. Let me throw this out there. Speaking of drinks, because I had to go out and buy the absinthe, and and my wife was asking me about it. I was like, what'd you buy? And, I bought, and she she came up with it. She came up with a deal with me. She said every time I go out and buy a new bottle of liquor for you know because I'm doing it a lot more often for this that I have to buy her a box of chocolates. And I said, okay, oh, that's, that's a deal. Nice. <laughs> so, that's so she was she was excited about that. So that's. That's good. No, yeah. that, I, I like I her. No, I like her negotiating us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll there was no negotiating. That was a you will. Make sure it's of... the good stuff. Get her. Don't get her like you know Whitman sampler or something. Well, you, <laughs> no, you should base so your chocolate. Yeah. Base huh? your chocolate purchase on your your alcohol purchase. So if you're there buying you hams. Go. You can buy her just, you know, some just, uh, you know, old chocolate bar on a clearance rack. But, you know, right. if you're getting, you know, you're getting something really nice. You got to get the, you can the get her stuff. Easter candy from last year, right? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you could, you could go with the theme of whatever drink you're making, because if you go to seize candy, mm. you can pick out what you want. So, for nice. example, they have a caramel apple. Um, oh yeah. You know, the scotch mallows are the ones that are caramel with a marshmallow and dark chocolate. I just saw that the other oh, day walking are, through the they, so they have one that's a caramel apple with the same uh, so it's apple, caramel, and the marshmallow covered in dark chocolate. So good. Sounds sounds delicious. Yes. All right. Anyway. <laughs> now you make me can't you know, I've, I've, I've only candy. I they only have seeds here at Christmas time, but oh. my boss really? is my, my boss is from Northern California, up in Humboldt County. So every time she goes home to visit her uh, her family, 
She'll bring me a box of C's. Oh, we actually have one within walking so good. distance because the mall's right across the street from my yeah. house, and there's oh, one that's in nice. the mall. Yeah, there's no, one, it's dangerous. There's one walking distance. I mean, technically everything is walking distance if you have enough time, but there's one <laughs> a long walk walking distance from our house that I could get I, to. I well. could walk there and back before we're even halfway through this podcast. Well, that's then. true. <laughs> I know where you live, and I know where exactly. So, yes. It is All right. Let's get into this. So, Defenders was uh, an eight-episode um, Marvel, uh, Marvel uh, Netflix release that, that makes the, the different just crews. Just one which, season, right? Just one season, yeah. And then um, just because we're so far into everything else that it uh, Marvel canceled uh, Netflix's ability to make anything Marvel uh, before they ever had a chance to uh, announce a second season or get into a second season. Um, I think they had planned on it originally. That's fucked up. Well, I mean, so... <laughs> Uh, from what I understand, that there's there's a possibility that now that Netflix is is thing has ran up and and they, all those characters now are back to Disney, that we're gonna get these characters again, but it's gonna be under the the big Marvel name. So we're gonna start seeing them in in whatever Marvel releases, where it, whether it's well, a Disney Plus series or a movie. No, I think this might have well, to do with some of the news that. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say this <laughs> this news came out yesterday, so the. Hawkeye show that's starting in a couple weeks. His one of the um, adversaries he has on there is Echo, okay. who, um, in the comics, is kind of the adopted daughter of Kingpin. Oh, and it's oh. and it's kind of a it's a kind of a Thanos Gamora situation where he killed <laughs> her parents and then he adopted her and turned her into a hard you know cold blooded killer for his for him but she is um she is deaf okay so um but she's gonna end up in hawkeye and then when hawkeye finishes they're giving her her own series oh and what they said is the actors from daredevil are going may show up in it they're being very cagey yeah they're like some of the actors from daredevil may show up in this echo series and it's like they'll be playing the same characters or they'll be playing the same named characters but they won't be exactly the same as in the netflix they're going to be like from a different like from whatever the mcu they're not from the defenders universe whatever that is they're from the mcu universe Okay. Well, rumors oh, make it sound like like uh, Mike Matt Murdock has already appeared in uh, in maybe will perhaps appear. the new Spider Man. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's a rumor. Yeah, that's um, that's that's ru- that's a rumor. I, I would love to see it. There's another rumor that that Iron Man, um, Danny, uh, Iron Fist. Iron, I'm sorry, Iron Fist is uh, has or been Ironclad, as Jessica calls him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny Rand has has been recast with with someone else. Is, oh, that again, I, another rumor, but but that's um, interesting because that's that's okay. So like, just I mean, we've gotten through uh, the first seasons and the second season of Daredevil and the first seasons of the rest of them, and all of them did really well except for Iron Fist. Iron Fist had the biggest backlash. Um, against um, mostly people bagging on the actor yeah. playing. Well, um, even even we did in our podcast. I was listening to something <laughs> on, you, on YouTube today where they were talking about uh, that was just their, it their take on, on Defenders, and they had some recommendations for it. But they said, I love this guy, even wrote it down and said, he said he, 
He loved Daredevil and Jessica Jones. He liked Luke Cage. And well, he, here's how he put it: I loved Daredevil and Jessica Jones. I liked Luke Cage. Iron Fist was also a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the stunt coordinator. I feel that same way. <laughs> <laughs> the stunt. Well, the stunt coordinator for Iron Fist a couple weeks ago came out and was talking about it. Uh-huh. How uncommitted that uh, the actor was. He did. Yeah. He did. He did not mention the actor specifically, but he's like, he's like, well, it was very hard to be this the stunt and fight coordinator on that show because one of the main actors refused to learn martial arts he just wanted us to work around him and he's uh, and then there's only then, one person in there that fights well, really. well see this yeah. is it and then but then he's like the the actress who played colleen wing is like oh she was wonderful she had so much oh. experience and she really worked hard but this so, other person who i will not name was not it's interested Claire. and it's, it's like and it's like uh-huh yeah it's you don't have to be you know, you don't have to be the amazing Karnak to yeah. figure out who you're talking about. But well, it, <laughs> you know. he was talking about Rosario Dawson um, because her fight scenes were. Oh wait, she didn't have any fight scenes. Never mind. <laughs> there's all. There's also right after this came out, and it was about the same time uh, Shang Chi first came out and was burning things oh. up, and somebody did like a side by side comparison of oh. the fight scenes from Iron Fist with the fight scenes from Shang Chi, <laughs> yeah. and it was like, it's like. Uh, I knew they were bad, but until you actually see it next to somebody who knows what they're doing, it's... It's sad to say that that, that's what killed the Iron Fist, because it actually had a good story, but I think really what it was is the character. He was very unlikable by most people. Uh, His action scenes were just not, I mean, what you would believe. Uh, I didn't know a ton about uh, Iron Fist as a character, um, because I never really read the comics and stuff like that, but... From what I understand, he is supposed to be a a martial arts expert. Like he, him and Shang Chi were supposed to be the two best fighters. Like Sans power, just you know, on on the on the world. And so, for him to show the 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 fighting that he had, it's like it's so bad because I mean Daredevil is so much far above him in his fighting abilities and skills and the way they show it. it it's ridiculous. I mean, and his Truthfully, I I think I I really hate watching Luke Cage and Jessica Jones fight too because I think someone put in this mindset, oh, if you're really powerful, you're slow and 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 bulky and barely can move, <laughs> and that's really not the case. It it just means you can lift shit a lot easier. Which well, it, they it, should look like they're fighting with fucking children. But they, but, <laughs> but I don't think you know Jessica I mean? Jones is all about her fighting. You know, in her series, that's not what they highlighted. They highlighted her detective. Uh, skills and you know she can always kind of break in by twisting a door, but they yeah, never really but overplayed that. Whereas here in in the Defenders, it seemed like fighting was always the go-to. Um, with but I mean, it's her her power level. She sh- like I mean, she throws a uh, dumpster against the wall like it's a trash can. Like uh, you know, it, she just has enough power that she can she can hit things and they go flying. It should be like fighting with toddlers. Like you kick a toddler, not even that. I mean, even more than that. I mean, you you kick a kid, and they're gonna go flying across the room. That's how every person should react every time they punch or kick them. And it happens in the very last battle, but not really up to that. And that's kind of where I have a problem with. And then the thing with Luke Cage is they they give him the idea that big, bulky, muscular guys are slow, which is not necessarily the case. You watch watch some UFC every once in a while. Some of those big guys can fucking move and that's how he should be fighting. You know, it doesn't he doesn't have to be this super, you know, 
dodge everything, you know, martial arts precision things, but he should still not move like a, you know, like he's in molasses. And that's part of the fighting that I had problems with. Other than Daredevil, uh, and, and even Electros is pretty good, uh, um, and some of the side characters, most of the defenders themselves, their fighting is horrible. I found oh. that the fighting, the, one of the dis, one of the things that really bothered me about this series with the fighting is that they rarely worked together. They kept, even in the big fight <laughs> oh, scenes, right? they moved around and showed each one of them fighting, but they never showed how their abilities could complement each other. And well, even with their, their together, so they don't, they're not like trained fighters. That's the thing. They've always been individual fighters. Their that's, whole life. I'll give you that. That, that that's a I, good point, Bo. I that understand is a good point. that, but it made for boring fighting. It just, well, it was, it, it was not, it was very interesting to watch. You know was, what would have been really cool is, is if someone that was choreographing them actually went out and played one of those like four person uh, video fight games, like a, like the, the Turtles in Time scrolling fight game or one of those and watch how they work together there's an <laughs> X-Men one where they literally like every once in a while grab another character and use them as a weapon kind of thing or you know <laughs> they do some time that would have been cool that I would have been down for I, I thought like, when they when they talked you know they, their dialogue especially the first time they met they had some good rapport and it was interesting dialogue but I thought in this series the first act worked the best because it highlighted their kind of different abilities and the things they yeah. did uh, that was unique to them. You know, how Jessica Jones was kind of investigating. I think Danny Rand got convinced to use, rather than, you know, punch his way to an answer, to use his affluence and wealth to kind of meet up. And, you know, they kind of took their own He route. tried it. It didn't really work very I well. I know, but in the first act... I'm Danny Rand, and I'm here to tell you this. And they I know. Oh, we're just going to shoot you, motherfucker. And I, I, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> that I think in that first act, at least they stood out as unique yeah. characters. But then once they all got together, it just seemed all more about, you know, just fighting. These kind of the big battles that, that they weren't working together. They didn't together. spend enough it, time. It didn't... Yeah. Uh, it didn't feed off of their talents. It didn't feed so, off of their individual respective talents to kind so of make the story. The first forward. two, yeah, like you were saying in the beginning, the first act, the first two episodes to me were two of the best episodes of any of the Marvel uh, Netflix universe. Like I was so engaged and I was like I watching it the really? second time. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was with you. I was like, I'm like, I don't remember liking this, this, as much as I am right now, and and I think it's because I looked into like Steve was saying they 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 did a really good job with showing the differences in them and, and their how they're coming together and, and everything pieced together. They, they uh, even did you guys notice color palettes? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yes, that's what I mean. The yeah. visual, visually, it was very good. Uh, yeah, they each had their own color palette. Like if you notice uh, when Luke Cage is on the screen. There's like a yellow hue to everything, and he's always in a yellow. There's the, the background's kind of yellowish. Um, anytime uh, Matt Murdock or, or Daredevil, it was a red. Uh, Danny Rand had a greenish um, tint to everything, and, it, and he's mm. wearing green in every every scene. And then uh, Jessica Jones uh, was like a purplish blue color. Um, oh, she's wow. the only one that didn't wear the color essentially. That the other like uh, Murdock always has on something red. Luke Cage always has something yellow, um, and it, it might well, just be something small. Yeah, well, it, it was accent. or something, you know. You know, that was the other thing I, I had. A, I had a problem with like Luke Cage just got out of jail. He don't have a lot of money, but yet he can afford a brand new Carhartt sweatshirt like every other, you know, half hour. Like I'm well, like, <laughs> those things are not cheap. I will say this: he's in New York. He could have gotten it on Canal Street, and it could have been a Carhartt knockoff that was like <laughs> ten bucks instead of like eighty bucks, which is like a a regular Carhartt sweatshirt. I know they're expensive. Yeah. I have a Carhartt jacket for work. 
yeah like for 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 going on job sites and stuff but yeah no maybe it's a maybe it's a maybe, canal maybe, street knockoff maybe method man has him on retainer to to buy right, exactly his... exactly <laughs> hooking, hooking him up uh that's, a, that's you know, just making new merch to sell on ebay yeah. right you guys talked about the fighting um i i one of the few notes that i do have on this series was um uh, that in the iron fist luke cage fight in the second episode it's exactly what you're talking about it's like Danny Rand is like, he's Iron Fist. He has his ultimate power in his fist and he's punching Luke Cage and Luke Cage, he's not moving. It's mm -hmm. like he has magnetic boots or something or, or you know, he's super dense or whatever. It's just like, it doesn't follow the laws of physics. Like you're saying, it's like, if you if you have that much force and you're hitting something, it doesn't, it, it's not like he can like increase the gravity in his, in his yeah. area or anything. Well, not only is it not good in that fight, but it doesn't stay consistent throughout the thing, too. Because then, I mean, he hits him the one time with, with the, the glow fist, um, uh -huh. you know, and it, it almost knocks him out and everything like that. <laughs> but then later on, he, like, just punches the ground or the air near everybody, and, and like, everybody within 40 feet goes flying through the air. Um, it, it, there's there's some inconsistency in, in power levels. And the same thing with, with Jessica Jones and, and Luke Cage. When they, like, one time they punch someone, they, they kind of barely move. And then the next time they punch someone, they go flying across the screen. Um, and then, so, you know, we had... Every every one of the shows has had a hallway fight or stairwell fight, kind of. You know that was the the iconic well, thing. This one certainly had one, of course. It had it, and it was the most ridiculously bad fight <laughs> scene ever. Well, it started like, you, in the conference room, right? Yeah. Well, that part is fine. The conference room is okay, but when they're actually in the hallway together, and you watch it, and they try and do this, like one person punches, and then the next person punches. It is the most awkwardly unchoreographed, like, like go back and just like, watch. Or when it you see Danny slowly. Rand in the background, like waiting, waiting yeah, for his waiting. cue before he yeah. before he hits 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 his yeah, uh, his and then he jumps off the wall. It is so. I'm like, <laughs> that is some. Fu I'm like, there's ten year olds on TikTok that are doing better videos than that shit. Uh. And uh, so uh, it that part to me was, and you know, like they had to have the hallway scene. Uh, but yeah, there, there's just that's part of my biggest problem with this is the is the fighting wasn't consistent. Um, other than that, the story I think was good. Um, I think the character of of Iron Fist. I think the biggest thing that annoys most of the people is he's just an annoying character. Like nobody gives a fucking damn if you're Iron Fist and from you know the protector of Kamlan because they say it like every single freaking time. Like anytime he gets a chance to tell those people that. I don't see you, you drinking, know, Noah. My daughter just walked off with my cranberry juice from my next drink. I was like, what the hell? Can't mention but, and, Yeah, okay. Yeah, so anyways, like he says it so many times, and it's like, dude, we get it. We, it's It, it gets annoying, and that's how I think that was part of the regular well, season with him, too. It's like, I, I almost felt, though, that they were playing that up a little bit here. They realized he's kind of an annoying character, and let's see <laughs> if we can just turn it up to 11 a little bit and and make a joke out of it because he started getting called on it by some of these characters i agree though it still was annoying and it's not it's not like overemphasizing it is going to fix it but um um some some actors can get away they've got with that they've got a charm that makes makes that sort of innocence and naivete uh still resonate with the character but this this performance just he doesn't quite uh carry the role well enough to make yeah. make him fit no 
it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know if it was his direction or his choice or the direction he was getting, but yeah, Iron Fist is, just falls short. Uh, the rest of them all do really well. I, I like uh, what Bo was saying. The interactions with him were, were pretty good in the beginning. Um, the other one that started to grate on me a little bit was uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, as much as she was great in her own series with her kind of attitude and everything, it started to get a little old in, in, this, in the Defenders. And I don't know if it was just because, like, it's like, okay, we got it. You're angsty and you're you're mad and you just drink all the time. It's like it, it, she just kind of got a, a little like there was there wasn't much to her. There there was no depth. Yeah, I and, I wonder I wonder who if this was written by, one of the people who wrote one of the other series or if it was like a completely different person. I think it was season two of Daredevil. It was the same people that did that. Am I, okay. Have I got that right? I'm not. Uh, um, writers, it was uh Brian Michael Bendis. Well, that's okay. He wrote the comics, so that's not. <laughs> Petrie and Ramirez turned in a complete story for the miniseries. Bill Everett. I think they. Allowing There's them. a list of a bunch of people, but I don't know who was all uh just with the comics or was part of the actual. Like if um, it was, um, like if it was somebody who was only associated with. With it looks like the they had a couple other people like write yeah. individual episodes too, and that's that's sometimes where you get some some. That that's where I think the beginning of the of, you know the first couple episodes succeeded with these characters. It mm -hmm. the, it kept them, you know, you got introduced to them if you didn't know them at the same time if you already knew them and they felt they felt. Um, they they even said it was a trapeze act to have the story work for viewers who had seen the previous series while also not having redundant moments to. Exp of exposition <laughs> for those who who uh, who have yeah and well, I get it it's, it's tough but I thought it worked for the for the first couple seasons but you're right they kept kind of making the characters return to the same old same old stick and I, I don't think it was just Jessica Jones I think it was Luke Cage and Daredevil and and uh, well well, they, well Luke jumped right on his old thing about having coffee I mean that was right up front <laughs> like Luke Gage is just he's having sex throughout the fucking MCU <laughs> world uh, one of the uh, podcast i was listening to one of the few that i enjoyed about it was talking about how they, they just expect luke cage anytime there's a new uh, female character he's just gonna look at her and like look back at the camera and be like yeah you know what's coming you know <laughs> like, he, he just has sex with every every female character that come out and so i, I was like that's kind of funny um, but i i mean they there were one or two moments because it's, it's like the, the thing about these characters is aside from iron fist they're all like pretty much tough New York types and they're and like it takes a lot to impress them and <clears throat> excuse me sorry there were a few moments where it's like you see that like the the scene where they're in the Chinese restaurant and um, they're bringing the food out <laughs> and uh, is it Danny Rand says oh is there any pork and yeah He's like, nope, that's and, uh, is Oh, is it? Is it? And uh, it's, it's, uh, Matt, Matt Murdock says, Murdoch. yeah. Matt Murdock says, oh, no, it's, it's Oh, wait, he that says, guy's got pork. Oh, that guy's got pork. <laughs> and, and then Jessica Jones says, you are weird. And, <laughs> and I'm like, that was kind of a neat scene. And the scene when they're on the subway, you kind the of. The subway scene was great. Well, both of those uh, scenes and, seemed like they were and, in, inspired by the, the last scene in Avengers when they're sitting at the shawarma. Uh, yeah, you know, and they're just kind of waiting, and, and and they said, "Oh, you know, bring them together into kind of a, a little, you know, a little uh, 
a food place and get them talking and stuff or in this, you know, or, or make them sit on a, on a, on a uh, subway and see what happens. It's just kind of this the subway thing. one was great. It seemed very natural. And, and like and that was to me was one of the best scenes just because it's like, they, they got no money. They got just enough to right. get where they're going. And so they're just sitting on the, you know, kind of like, Oh, what are we doing? And Danny and that to me was there. Great. So, yeah, that was, that was great. <laughs> a bonus. And then there was, and then there was the one scene where they were going to fight and Matt Murdock shows up in the Daredevil costume. Yeah. She goes, and, this again. and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones look at each other like, Can you believe this asshole? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it was such it was such a great moment. It, it, and it was it like was kinda, just for was, a second. It was interesting that he was the only one where identity was he, you know, he couldn't afford to have his identities yeah. uh intermingle. You know, he he was Matt Murdock, yeah. but then he well, was also Daredevil and he didn't want yeah. his identities to Well, climb. everybody knows Jessica Jones because now she's, you know, she's out on the news and stuff and yeah. and uh, Luke Cage kind of the same thing. Everybody know what Luke Cage can do is his his uh uh, persona precedes him, and, and Iron Fist will tell you who he is if you just give him half a second. You know, he'll, <laughs> right. he'll yeah. you know, you don't have to know who he is. He's going to tell you. But, but yeah, Matt Murdock is the only one that's trying to protect himself. Which is the other thing. Like I love the fact that in the first season of Daredevil, they used the he covers his face and you know kind of thing <laughs> like that. It looks so stupid, and it's like, dude, you we can tell who you are just because you got a stupid. It just it almost br brings more. Uh, like intention to him like who's this motherfucker with a, a scarf over his head the i thought it was funny i liked do, it <laughs> the only thing you have to do is put on glasses and take them off i mean, I mean that's true that's true I mean, dc proved that right <laughs> yeah so there was there was a thing and i can't remember exactly where it was but it was like uh you know everybody that says that's not a true disguise and stuff like that uh brought up a real life incident where um I think it was also like uh, Marvel was talking about just wear a hat is the disguise because they did that in all the Avengers and, and offshoots of that. And someone was talking about uh, a real life event that happened. I can't remember who it was, but they were like, you know, this guy walked through like a mall, at, you know, with just a hat and sunglasses on and nobody knew who he was. And as soon as he got outside, he took his hat and, go, and people just mobbed him. It's like some super celebrity kind of thing. And I was like, they're like, yep, that just proves right there, you know, how, how well that works. And yeah. So I was like, okay. Well, I mean, think about it now. We we all wearing masks, you know, for because COVID. And I've been in stores and and oh, think yeah. I recognize people. Like I even said, <laughs> I felt so stupid. I I could have swore this person was someone I knew. I'm like, oh hey, how's it going? And just the look for like a couple minutes after, you know, like does that eye contact for like I have no idea who you are. I'm like, yep. Right. I just kept walking and played it off like, yep. No, I knew who you were, and I'm not gonna admit it. <laughs> otherwise, I know. I I'm the same way. And for me, it's like. So I started a new job and we have to, and we're, um, we wear masks in the office. Um, when you're away from your desk, you're supposed to wear a mask. And, and, um, I know what everybody's fate, you know, we all have headshots like on the internet yeah. kind of a thing. So I know what everybody, what he looks like, I know look what like? Everybody, but I don't know what anybody looks like with a mask on. So it's like, I'll look at somebody and they'll be like, they'll know, they'll somehow know who I am because I'm <laughs> the new guy. Cause you're the so new guy. I'm the new guy that's us people to realize. They're like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, uh, uh hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I get like, you. I don't know anybody. So yeah, that was that was kinda I um I did kinda like the the interactions in the beginning and stuff like that. What I didn't care for was it's it seemed so combative the whole time, like, you know, 
right off the bat, you know, uh, Danny Rand and, and Luke Cage weren't getting along, in, in, which is totally uncomic related. Like, those guys are supposed to be, like, super best friends kind of thing. And, they, I mean, I understand it, it kind of to make it work later on, but it just it never had a real reason to buy it. Like, they just were so at odds in the beginning. And Jessica Jones, like, didn't want to like anybody but Luke, you know, and that's just because they, they had sex before, and so that was, you know, kind of their tie to each other. You know? Like, she didn't give any guff or any, like, she didn't care about any of the other people really in the long run. She, she You know, if she had the choice, she wouldn't have dealt with any of them. And to me, that seemed really odd and out of place. Like, I can understand that she was hesitant to, to be part of this group, but it also didn't stay within her, her character to, like, not do the right thing. And it seemed like she fought against it too hard. Um, so that was that was kind of my my take on. I didn't care for the way they they introduced each other. Like, I wish they would have tried to work a little bit closer to each other. Like, I'm fine with all the quips against each other and the joking and stuff like that. Like, I love Jessica Jones' quips, but I wish she would have shown more of like, okay, yeah, I, I'm more reluctant and I'm gonna make fun of these guys, but what they're doing is right and and I do what's right kind of thing and work a little bit more like. Rather than dragged into it, more like own up to it kind of thing. Did you feel that the I mean, fights sometimes intruded on the conversations where, like, you know, they get their quips going and they get, you know, they get, they're starting to figure something out, but but instead someone leaps in, you know, one of the <laughs> one of the fingers of the of the hand leaps in with his uh, with his sword, and, you know, and starts attacking, and you don't get a chance to to really see the the conversation evolve a little bit i thought a little i thought it was the, the writing i, I agree with you there was a lot of that change some of that uh yeah there was a lot of that that at the restaurant right. right and then we had stick show up which was a very interesting i mean he's such a, a a crazy character and so like there's just so much drawn to him like he's such a good character and all but he's also one of those ones you're like oh god i'm kind of done with you too <laughs> at the same time I, I really think he was misused in this like, it was like, you know, he didn't really, he, like you said, he was just kind of crazy. Like, I'm going to kill all these people. Yeah. And then he, and then he was gone. And it was a little it was bit like, like Danny Rand where it's like, okay, you got one thing and you just keep beating that into the ground. You're yeah. Angry old man. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, has this fight with a hand. I didn't expect it's... him to, uh, you know, when he was making that little you know, fire. Or oh, the, the betrayal. And yeah. The, when he, when he kind of, he said, no, nah, I'm going to take Danny Rand out myself. Uh, I thought that was interesting, <laughs> but, but it didn't really amount to much. Uh, it didn't seem like character with him either. Like, well, you know, like from the, from I, well, what we got from, uh, the original. Talk um, about character. I mean, let's talk about Electra and her evolution, her motivation. What, I have no clue. It was like bouncing all over well, but the place. When you're a zombie, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, she she was dead and brought back to life. So I mean, she she was brought just, back without all her. Your it she evolved away from being a zombie, right? I mean, well, yeah, did she? But then she that? ends up killing uh, uh, the, uh, the the bad uh, Alexandra, um, and and taking over the the hand in the end. It's like, well, what was that about? If she's well, okay, so that because, to me actually he said fit. something. I don't know. I mean, it fit a little bit because she's she's power hungry in a way, you know. Like, and she killed, Alexandra was treating her like a child, and then but she killed she, Stick. She she wants to she wants to save uh, Matt Murdock, but the person who raised her she has no feelings for, you know. It's, yeah. it's it seemed it just seemed like I I couldn't get a That's handle a on 
on her character. She was a little all over. I know that she was evolving because she was slowly, you know, like, you know, you never, anytime someone's resurrected and they say, oh yeah, we've, we've removed this part of their psyche. It's like, no, it's going to come back because it's a, it's a, it's a movie. You know, it's going to somehow seep back. That was kind of the biggest, the biggest fail of this, this whole series too, is the end with, with Murdoch and her. It's like, it didn't, it, it didn't seem to fit the rest of the story. Like, they're trying to kill each other. She's trying to take over the hand, and he's trying to save her. But and but he's also so about saving the city and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, but I love you so much, and I love you, and we be together always. It just it didn't fit. I don't know if that was the biggest failure of this. I think the biggest <laughs> failure was the uh, the hand. I think, to me, they were the most pathetic organization, uh, you know, of of villains that you know they couldn't <sighs> they couldn't figure things out. They never felt like. You know, they just sent their thugs out with swords. Um, and, they didn't have much yeah. power. They, they, it didn't seem like they could do much. <laughs> and in the end, you just drop a building on them and call them done, you know. But, of course, they're going to resurrect right. themselves because it never really feels like anything's final in these. Well, I think shows. I think they had all the leaders with none of the, the, the fighters there. Like, the hand is supposed to be this, this organization of ninjas, right? But yet, Global really, entity. their motivation yeah, was all about just living forever. It seemed like that's all that really <laughs> mattered. They didn't, you know, and yeah. and they wanted to destroy New the York. Thing. Like, if, wow, we're gonna take New York out with us. <laughs> I don't know why. But here's the thing: if they're a global, if they're a global entity, right? If if the hand is a global, mm-hmm. like it's almost like they, I, I think of it like they wanted to be like the Borg, where there's <laughs> not one leader, there's not one, you know, there's not. It's just like. They all exist as a as a common as a, like a hive mentality. Like they all know what to do, and and you know maybe there's a leader. Just like there's maybe there's definitely a leader. As you get into you know, sorry if I'm destroying uh, next generation movies and and series for you guys, but you know there ends up being a leader at one point of the Borg kind of a yeah. thing. So and, and obviously Sigourney Weaver is the leader of the hand, but it also seems like it's one of those things where. I don't know. I, 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 I can't think of another organization. You know, something that comes to mind is like the Taliban, where if like the, the you know, the leader of the Taliban is killed, somebody else steps in and there's somebody they else. They talked to, about that. Like they cut off the head of the, the stake and yeah, it's the yeah. Hydra. Cut one off and two replace it. You replace it or whatever, yeah. So but here kind of it just thing. seemed but, like it was a joke. But they make mess. it seem like, they make yeah. it seem like if they can kill or they can take out Sigourney Weaver in Alexandria, Alexandra, um, they can just uh, well, that was know, another. They'll be gone. Yeah, no, and that was a big sense. failure too. That like that was that was uh, so. I I thought this was poorly cast. I think she was cast only by name, and I don't. She was one of the least impressive of well, the the five fingers. I was that shocked to me. see her. I like her as a, I like her as a I, I, I like her as an I, actress. I liked lot. her introduction. I wanted her to have her moment where she showed what her power was or her strength right. was there was no moment none. where she stood up and just kind of laid out why she's the leader of this or uh, of the why hand. the rest were afraid of her there and, and was nothing in there I, to show why she was been, a badass yeah it would have been good to have that moment um to where she she maybe it was through fighting or something but just to um to to lead to show why she had her she power. had corporate power you apparently know, that's, Gao had that's the jedi power bakudo had the you know the he could he could, he could He's a swordsman. A, yeah, and had a recruitment center that he could raise a bunch of yeah. toddlers well, and, and kick the, around. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, I just got the feeling through this 
the whole series. Like, it's almost like they had like a rough outline and they're like, we have to Very hit these rough. beats. Like this person has to die. This thing has to happen. This thing has to, this person has to die. And they didn't get there in an entirely logical or um, in character way all the time. You know? Yeah. It's, I thought it was a. Well, and, I think for eight episodes, it felt slow, and yet the story felt yeah. very <laughs> slow simple. and not enough. Yeah, there wasn't much there. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was not a lot of story yeah. there, really. Uh, for, it was. Yeah, which is a bad combination. You want it kind of to be the other way around. A, a lot of story and not feel. And, and yeah. Move along quickly. Well, you, you mentioned that, that uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, Alexandra, she, she was supposed to be the head of the, the Five Fingers or kind of the, the one that was taking lead and stuff like that. But, yeah, you're right. She had no show of why she was the leader and why, you know. I, she would, made, I think she was the oldest, right? Uh, like, no, because they, like, well, no, they all supposedly came from... I thought they were say, building it up want to take a drink, but <laughs> so if it had that moment, if it had that moment where she showed her power, it would have it would have made the character more complete and, and work better. Because I thought I thought she played it well. I thought uh, uh, just kind of her idiosyncrasies were interesting, but it just never got to that point where you could. Uh, well, they balance they it. played her like Fisk a little bit, where you know was very cool and cold and stuff like that. But you know, well, the, you never got that point where you know, like with Fisk, you know, beat the shit out of the dude's head with a car door and like right. realize that oh this guy snaps oh right. fuck get the hell out the right. way he has they never saw that yeah or the prison that's what i mean has, is that's yeah. where there was a failure like with with madame gal we get that like you know she's got her jedi mind powers and you know we see it a couple different times so she's kind of a badass well, she also like, has um um what is it is it telekinetic when you can fix that couldn't she move stuff with her mind too no, it was more like a force, like a, an outward force kind of thing that she, at least the only thing we see from her is she kind of like does a, this like push kind of thing. There, there's not like yeah. lift up and throw. Is Alexandra, than, like, is Alexandra based off the comic? Is there a character? That, no, the, the, okay. she is 100% just Netflix, MCU, okay. uh, Defenders, essentially. Because it seems like they, they, it would have been nice that they, they drew uh, not necessarily like a physical power, but something else, kind of like kind of like we saw with Jessica Jones and, and what's his name, the Purple yeah. Man, and his uh, abilities to... to the mind uh, control. Mind control or something, something unique like that. So it wasn't yeah. like she showed force like Fisk, but instead she showed an, a different ability that gave her... her so status. Bakudo is the only one from the comics... Okay. And he's apparently a very low-level, just kind of thug in the comics. There's, he's not even this this high level that they give him here. Which um, guy? I, Bakudo. He was the one that was in uh, Iron Fist to begin with. He's uh, calling uh, Weeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got gotcha. He's the guy that ran the sort of uh, school, the yeah, hand he, school he, I, recruitment. It, yeah. A, the what, what cosmetology school where they they tell him how to be a hand <laughs> hand doctor. No, no, no. What, what, what do you call it when you like? Uh, take them away and, and brainwash them and like cool. uh, like Jim Jones like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, like, a like a cult like a cult, a cult. <laughs> like a cult yeah Sorry. He's, a, he's a recruitment cult center yeah, yeah. Um, he's it's the only one that was actually apparently um, so the the one the, the two that actually seemed like they had power was uh, Mirakami who was the the one Asian character that only spoke in Japanese yeah which I really love the fact that they they kept him and done like the only thing that really bugged me about him and this this is because I, I I have a soft heart is when he's like cutting up that bear and talking about it is like that's fucked up 
You know, I mean, I, I know it fits into his thing, and it probably wasn't a real bear. I hope it wasn't, but that part I just like it. It, I was like, oh, you motherfucker. But that's that's just me being a softy for animals and stuff like that. Well, but that he was reminds me of. Oh god, sorry. I was gonna say he he was the one that seemed had a real power and a real like this guy's dangerous. Like the rest of them um, didn't really kind of. I mean, I guess there was the the one guy that Luke Cage caught too. The um, they they called him the man with the white hat. Uh, Sawande, um, yeah, yeah. He was the only other one that seemed kind of a, but the his was more. Seemed, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he seemed a little bit more like dangerous than the rest of them what, too. Whatever so. came of uh, Murakami, was he just down there when the building fell, or did we actually see his his demise? No. So so we never saw him or Madame Gao or Bakudo. Uh, we saw Bakudo. Demise. No, we did. Bakudo was upstairs with, because uh, he cuts off oh, the he's... arm of Misty Knight. And, okay, so uh... yeah, and then and then Colleen Wing cuts his head off. So the yeah. <laughs> oh, the two we don't know is Mikami and um, and Madame Gao. To... So Speaking I believe decapitations didn't. It seemed like they they overdid it with uh, when when Sawande, There's three of them. Sawande gets his head chopped off, and it seemed like they kept coming cutting back to the scenes with the head still just sitting there, and you know Stick kind of staring at it. He finally picks it up, and then the other scene where which the is funny because he's like blind, so why is he staring at the, at the <laughs> where it's it's sent to the hands, and they're staring at it. it just seemed like that head yeah. was kind of a little. Re- well, yeah, I mean that was that's their that was their calling card for this ep- for these uh, episodes is like we're gonna take some fucking heads. We're we're coming at y'all. Heads are rolling. We're not playing around. <laughs> Heads are gonna roll. Um, so yeah, I, I, so the idea, I, and if, if I'm not mistaken, um, I, I I I'm starting to start to forget some of these series because it's been a while since I've seen them. I think Bakudo shows up again. No, Bakudo doesn't. Uh, Makami I think shows up again, and so does Madame Gao. Um, and I don't remember in what episodes. Oh, okay. Um, so they just kind so of kept one of, I mean, demise we we just unknown. Yeah, well, we talked a little bit about, like, uh, uh, so uh, Bakudo getting his head chopped off. One of the things I did like about this series more than any of the others before this was the side characters' growth and use. Uh, I thought it was so cool how they had the interaction of all the the side pieces of, of the different things working together. You know, you had Colleen Wing working with, um, you Knight. know... Uh, Misty Knight, well, we got Misty, the Misty Knight everybody was waiting for with her, her arm chopped off, because uh, that's, that's comic, um, and the, those two are comic uh, best friends, essentially, they become the, the Daughters of the Dragon, I think is what it's called, whole comic book series, um, Claire Temple working with them, you know, she's, she's all throughout, uh, then we have um, Karen Page and Tris Walker, talking and having their conversation and stuff like that you know you got foggy interacting with luke cage and and just all the side characters from all the other ones getting some actual some meaningful pieces in this in this uh series to me was really cool and i liked that like wing colleen wing to me is still one of the best characters out of all of the like i would almost rather see her series than another iron fist uh, you know, it should it, he should be the sidekick to her, essentially. You know, I hate the fact that they have a love story between them two because that just seems so ridiculous. Like, why would you love this goofy little fuck anyways? I mean, it, just, it doesn't make sense. Um, which isn't the case in, in, in the comic books. Um, and I, like I said, I haven't read them. I've only can go off what other people talk about. But apparently in the comic books, Misty Knight and uh, 
Danny Rand are uh, a couple. And to me, looking at this, the characters in this, I'm like, that just, no, that just is never going to work. Um, but then, you know, you have Jessica Jones and, and Luke Cage are couples, and they even have a child and name it after Danny Rand, which is like, that just, just doesn't make sense after these, <laughs> these episodes either. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, guess we're going a whole different direction in this one, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. But um, I really liked what they did with the side characters. I think that was probably one of the best parts for me out of the whole Defender series, um, other than some of the, the cine, cinema... Cinematography. Cinema, cinema, yeah. yeah. Cinematography. That that's a word. I, I've been drinking, so I can't say shit now. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really love. I, I think that's what I liked about the beginning, the first two episodes. Other than the one thing that really bugged me, and this was almost going to be my drink selection, was the earthquake in New York. Apparently, everybody involved with filming that and talking about that and showing that have never been in a real fucking earthquake. Because that, that big crack that comes through the ground when, when uh, Colleen and, and uh, Finn jump out of the helicopter and it opens up like four feet and they just stare at it like, oh, what the hell is that? No movement, no nothing. Like, that would have knocked them on their asses. And then you got uh, Luke Cage in the middle of the street and these cars jumping up and down like they're, you know, they're, they're all on hydraulics and that's like a, a big <laughs> sideshow. And nobody's even shaking. Nobody's moving. It's well, like... It's like when the building comes down at the end and they're all just... Yeah. You know, they run it about 10 feet away and they look up at it and they watch it go down and there's no smoke there's there's no nothing. well it all fell in the hole okay i mean yeah okay. it, it all just went down in the hole so i mean i, I can understand that. that that's physics you just it, it all went in the hole and there was nothing to come out so come on. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i was holding that one uh but no yeah you're right they're 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 yeah they don't do very well with their uh real life like hey this is what would be going on like if you have an earthquake and, and cars are moving, people are moving. You, you, if, if it's enough to move a car, those motherfucking people are moving. They, they, you might be able to move around and keep your balance, but you're not just standing there going, oh, what's going on? Hey, check this out. <laughs> if it's enough to crack like a big two-foot crack in the ground, you're not just standing there going, hey, what's going on in New York? <laughs> it, it was just That to me was one of those. And maybe it's because I'm from California and, and you know we are the land of earthquakes. It just it just what it is. I, I understand them a little better, although I've I've missed all the big ones. Which yeah, kinda... when's the last time we had a big one here? I I, I can't remember the last. We haven't had a big one. Talk about it. I've never been around for a big one, so let's not talk about. Oh, we're gonna jinx it. You're right. I, I'm always around a big one, just not an earthquake. Oh boy, nice. you have been drinking. <laughs> <sighs> you were you were saying so it's it's uh, when you were just saying about. Um, if, if you, I forget, I forget exactly how you put it, but you were like, if you can do this, you can do that. It made me think about dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can yeah. dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyway. But yeah, so the side characters, I, I don't know if there was anything that stuck stuck out to you guys that was, uh, that made this series better or worse than anything else. What, um, I'm there curious was one on that. There was one episode, speaking of side characters, when, I think it was when they were in the police station, and it bugged me. There was, there was like, they were, they were walking from one room to another, and I think, uh, the Misty Knight kind of came to their rescue and said, no, I think we should go along for them. Let him go to the other room with, with <laughs> Matt Murdock. And and on the way to there, it seemed like they, they had like three separate scenes where someone says, you know, it was first Karen that says, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Okay, yeah. and then they do a one-on-one. -on -one. And then it's Luke Cage gets pulled aside. Oh, you know, for a one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then Matt Murdock gets pulled aside again for Foggy for another one-on-one. -on -one. It just seemed like 
they, that walk from the station into the into the lawyer room or wherever they were gonna it just seemed like they tried to fill in all these little scenes it seemed really like poor writing um, yeah rather than well trying to make the characters interact to tell the same story uh, cinematically so I did I like little, the police station yeah. go ahead sorry Steve no that was I, it I, I thought you were done I think okay. it was just my my final point. Go ahead. <laughs> I did like the police station scenes because, like, I like, I, I don't know, I, it's interesting to me. I don't say I, you know like it. Maybe is the wrong term, but the relationship between Matt and Foggy and Karen at this point is kind of an interesting, like where that's going. Yeah, is, and I'm I'm interested to see season two of Daredevil. And, um, three. We've seen um, season two, or season whatever the next season we're watching. Season three, three. whatever three comes whatever after next, two. Okay, well I <laughs> didn't know where I didn't know how far we had gotten. It's all kind of a big blur. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the next season of Daredevil and the next season of uh, well, not even the next season. I guess that's the only season that they're all in. But Karen seems to like float into other other like she's in punisher and and you know mm -hmm. i just i i it 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 doesn't make sense to me and maybe i, I forget do we do punisher season two or do we just do season one we, we will do two okay one so, way or another we're going to do two because it's worth it so the thing about season two of punisher is like it it doesn't make sense to me at this point that the punisher would show up in daredevil but the daredevil doesn't show up in punisher like it's it's why wouldn't like it's not like they're mortal enemies or anything they're not like best of friends but there's always there there's got to be a way to time in and time. I think it's, I think it's because uh, the Punisher's was a little more low key like his wasn't the big deal with the hand like like Daredevil seems to Daredevil heads out to Ragnarok and hangs out with uh, with Hulk while uh, Thor. and and Thor while they're. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, why, why does it? But why does it? I mean, I'm not saying necessarily in this series. I'm not saying why does it? The Punisher still appear, which which is fine. I'm like, why does it when it's just the Punisher? Why wouldn't the Daredevil show up? It's almost like you know, uh, you know, Daredevil. In in the Daredevil series, when the Punisher shows up, like the the Daredevil's like a superhero, right? He's he's mm -hmm. a he's a lower tier superhero. He's a tier two superhero. He's not. He's, he's not Thor or Iron Man or anything like that, right? So he's like a, a second-tier superhero, and Punisher shows up. But in, 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 you know, we're, we're I think ahead it's of myself here, but Punisher, <laughs> Punisher is just a guy who's super tough. Yeah, he, but Punisher kind of is like an underground guy. He's kind of like always like in the shadows. and He's an anti-hero. Yeah, like no, like and no and, superpowers, but, no gadgets. Yeah, yeah, no but, any of that stuff. He's just a guy. He's just a but, badass soldier. That's but, just a soldier. I mean, right. Matt Murdock has a day job. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, he might just be too busy. You right. know. But this, so this is, here's the other thing: these aren't critical parts of telling stories, though. Either who, yeah. who's, who's a part of the story. I mean, some. You know, one of the things that they they didn't want to oh, happen sure. with with this defender series is they didn't want uh it 
you know, they even said they wanted the project to feel earned, grounded, topical, like the individual series rather than a corporate mandate. This idea, like, we got to get these characters together and make something. Yeah. Although in the end, that's kind of what it felt like. It was. I was going to say that. I call that a mission failure. There. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. But you had one job. But. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think when you're telling a story, there's this requirement that you have to have crossovers going throughout because, you know, no, that's, that's right. not necessarily you don't the have way. To. I mean, so the reason that Punisher showed agree. up in Daredevil agree, was Steve. because uh, he was basically doing his thing on Daredevil's turf, right? Daredevil basically has his ten block uh, Hell's Kitchen that he deals with. If you, if you cross A Street or whatever it is, he kind of stops and is like, "Yeah, no, that that's someone else's turf. I'm not going to deal with that." So that's why you had the crossover and, huh. and the other stuff that happens in in the the. Uh, Punisher series is not in Hell's Kitchen, so that's why Daredevil's sure. not dealing with and it. And, and Punisher showing up in Daredevil was probably uh, pre the series, the Punisher series getting greenlit because I bet they wanted to, oh, you know, he was introduced as this new side character and, and he, everyone loved him enough to where they greenlit a series for him. So just from a from a uh, production studio yeah. standpoint, that was probably the order of things. Realistically, Spider-Man should have showed up and in, and in, in kicked uh, Punisher's ass if he was outside uh, Hell's Kitchen because he, you know, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen is just Daredevil's little area. Spider-Man's got the all of New York. He, gotcha. he kind of well, deals with everybody. Does he have all of New York? He kind of does. He considers that his neighborhood. He, he's that, that friendly That would be kind of funny if during the Defenders they I went around a corner and they me, saw like a criminal like stuck in a web. Just all stuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they go, oh, someone else took care of this guy for us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would have been pretty good. I went, there was um, a there was a, a pop culture reference that I caught and I kind of did a little research because it was it was when I think it's when they get to the building and uh, and um, Matt Murdock says you know we're not alone or something like that and and Jessica Jones says MK deep track and I'm like or I'm not she MJ deep track and I'm like MJ what is she talking about I said. MJ, Michael Jackson. So I looked up a Michael Jackson, We're Not Alone. It turns out there's a song. We, <laughs> I think it's like, Aren't We Alone or something like that. And um, nice. And then I also looked up a little Reddit post that happened around the same time that this was shot, where a lot of people were saying that Jessica Jones looked like Michael Jackson. Uh, you know, oh. and, and so I'm curious if this was all kind of tied together. <laughs> Leather jacket. So, well, and well, I think it was more her pale complexion with the lipstick and, and, the, dark, and, the, and the long, long black uh, hair that was was kind of the same way that and wearing the blanket around her neck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Uh, so that was uh, someone else brought scarf. up. That's one of the lines. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You, you look stupid. Well, it's your scarf. <laughs> uh, someone brought up. I can't remember who I was watching. I was watching it, and they're like. Why the hell is she wearing... You know how hard it is to fight in a leather jacket? <laughs> it's like she's always got that damn leather jacket on. Um, well, it's her it's, costume. It's, 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 they all yeah, kind of have... I mean, at least Daredevil... But you're not Dare wrong. Like, it, like it, leather jackets can be very restricting. Like, <laughs> But then again, she's not very good at fighting, so maybe it doesn't affect her that much. Uh, you know? I mean, it's... They're very practical, though. I had I had a leather trench coat that finally wore out, and I hated to get rid of it because it was like... It was really warm. And oh yeah. It it was, you know, it was, it didn't get stained. It it <laughs> didn't get, you know, it was. I think it got one little tiny tear that I took to the tailor and he sewed it up and you could barely see it and, yeah. you know. It really depends so. on the fit too. With a leather oh, jacket, yeah, it's not gonna I move. Mean, but it, if it 
Well, the leather jackets that, that I had, like, I had a leather jacket, I guess it was in high school. Maybe it was in college. I forget when I had it. And, uh, yeah, that, I would, I would never be able to fight that thing. But did, uh, did Jessica it, Jones have many kick-ass fight scenes in her, her original series? No. I mean, in here. No, and that's, that's kind of thrust her of, into it. But this was supposed to take place in, like, two or three days or something, so. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not saying she's supposed to be, she's not supposed to be this great fighter, but I just wish they would be more consistent, like, like when she grabs someone and throws them, they should literally fly like you just grabbed, a, you know, a, a toddler or, or smaller and thrown them or, you know, and, and she doesn't all. It's just not consistent. You, you keep talking about this kicking a child and kicking a toddler. I know. Like, I like don't, you have some I, sort I, of I teach point. kids martial arts. I know what it's like to kick a kid. <laughs> I do it all the time. Okay. You, how are they going to learn? I, I don't kick the kids like that. I, I would. I threaten to do it, but I never actually do it. Um, so no, but I'm just saying it's like the the, the back, strength you level the bruises to prove that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I actually I let those kids hit me all the time as hard as they can. It's that's one of the things I like to do. Um, I mean, yeah, it might no, just it might just be one of those things that it's hard to make look decent on camera. You know, like they'd have to put them on wires or something and like pull them through the air, and it would be like. I just wish they would make it more consistent. Like you yeah. know, like they did a really good job with the final fight scene where like. Luke Cage and, and Jessica Jones like they pick people up and throw them against the ceiling and things like that or she kicks one guy and he goes flying so it was very consistent in that last fight but up to that it wasn't very consistent like the, the fights inside the Chinese restaurant the, the Luke Cage and her looked horrible in those fights I mean so did Danny Rand um, I don't even want to call him Iron Fist because he doesn't even fight like an Iron Fist um, oh, unless he gets his glow stick on and then it's just one punch and done you know um, but that I mean that whole that whole fight scene in the Chinese restaurant was such a disappointment because it was like because it it, it's like they had a great scene going and they're like okay fight scene and I'm like all right I guess fight scene and then it wasn't yeah. even a decent fight scene right. so <laughs> circle up yeah it was it was pretty yeah. bad and and so the other one that really bugged me in in some of the fight scenes is when they start shooting guns and I understand Luke Cage is bulletproof but he's only one man and he just stands there like i'm just gonna take all the bullets for everybody like they'll just fire you around you they'll, they'll just aim uh, you know it's like not everybody's lined up right behind you which would i think would have been hilarious if they literally just stood right behind him like back <laughs> to back to back to back that right. might have made sense but when he's just standing there it's like not i mean they're not all stormtroopers they're not gonna all fire at the one thing that can deflect the bullets like they did in the mandalorian um but it just, it was kind of, you know, I get it. They can't shoot you, but that doesn't mean everybody else. There was one, one scene, I think, in the, in the office, in the, the, the room where uh, Danny Rand is in there telling him, like, hey, I'm Danny Rand, and you're going to do what I'm saying. And, and uh, Scorny Weaver's character is like, nah, not really. We're all going to just kick your ass. And they, they pull out the guns, and, and this is when Luke Cage jumps in, and he, he stands right in front of him, and, and that's the one time it worked. But the other times it just kind of was it was silly like they need to they need to get someone better at just like doing fight chore choreograph choreography fight. choreography yes. I, yeah i was trying, just the whole idea of what the fight should be you know it just maybe maybe the, those people need to read more comics or something i don't know what yeah. it is it just they don't do a good job with those fights maybe watch some of the mcu movies you know see what they're doing a little bit because it just the fights in these just don't do well. I started watching well, a video on on YouTube where they were they were really dis the 
disappointed with the hand as a as kind of a, a villain and I pulled some of those comments in tonight yeah um, but they had a recommendation rather than the hand to using a whole different series of characters oh. that they thought would have been a lot better for for this series they brought up the wrecking crew which is a Marvel <laughs> team of supervillains the wrecker bulldozer pile driver and and thunderball and I think they actually spent a little time rewriting the whole whole series with a whole different villain cast they thought it would work so much better I, I didn't get that would that, have been pretty that, cool that deep into it but um, but one of the things I felt with the hand and the fight scenes is it was just they it just was these people with with katanas it was who, random thugs you know and that was it they never really did more than that so it made even you couldn't really do much with the choreography to to get beyond just uh, some martial arts moves and then and then of course Luke Cage and and uh, Danny Rand punch or or you know or stand still not Danny Rand but uh, uh, Jessica Jones um, throw people around so yeah I don't so know. I was I was reading online speak I mean we talked a little bit about Jessica Jones and I don't remember if we talked about this before when we were watching the Jessica Jones series, but uh, does does do you guys think? And I didn't come up with this on my own, but do you guys think that she gets her powers from drinking? <laughs> All the whiskey. That was a, that. That was something that I saw kind of floated out there online, which was, you know, Jessica Jones gets her strength and her powers from drinking. So is that 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 beer in the subway was was her way of recharging, right, right. I kind of a thing. I I think it's I think it um, breaks down her um, her her reticence to do that because like she knows she could easily kill someone, and I think maybe she's because she has killed so many people. She, yeah. I mean, she may feel like I shouldn't use my powers. Um, you know, in case somebody gets hurt, where if she, if she can, you know, get drunk enough, or not that she's falling down, but like if she can get a little buzz well, on. She just she, had one she'll... beer, though. I mean, I know, but two, right? That beer shouldn't but, have done anything with the I, amount well, of other stuff she drank. The th yeah, but the thing is, it's like she has to like keep a certain level going. Like it, I had, I have a feeling like the alcohol burns up so fast in her system. I think they. Yeah, I hated the fact off. that they had her drinking all the time. I, I think they played her character like she has a lot of demons in the past that she drinks yeah. to kind of bury those so that she, you know, doesn't care as much. Um, and right. it makes her kind of a bitch a lot, and and but more willing to just kick kick ass regardless See, of I, whether it's a a, a villain or or a, or a hero. It's just you're in my way. I've been drinking. You got to get out or, you know. See, that was the problem I had with it, though, is they show her drinking all the time, but they don't really show any effects of it. Like, she's the same no matter whether she's been drinking or not. There's no oh. there's no change in her Except attitude or, or there's – I get it. They're trying to when, show that, when, oh, she's damaged goods and she has to drink and all this. Like, it's it's a character when you, flaw. When you know somebody that drinks all the time, I mean, they need that drink to take the edge off. Like, right, when, but, but, you, but when you're around them and they haven't been drinking, they're a different person, and we never see that. You know what I mean? Oh, well, maybe. I mean, I, I, I didn't look at it deeply enough. I mean, it's <laughs> this. This all. No, I guess the reason I'm saying that, no, is because this all started with something I read online today, um, when I was doing some research for this episode. But I was reading that that maybe she got her superpowers 
from drinking and that's kind of what brought <laughs> all this up so so i wish i would have read that sooner because then i could have like looked at it and seen like you know when she's not drinking a lot is she different than when she does drink a lot kind of a thing i, I don't like to think of it that way that she gets her powers from it but i think it's no. a big part of her character and and it's interesting I think it's a coping way of telling, mechanism. Yeah, it's coping. It's it's interesting storytelling. And sometimes the story lets you down. The writing doesn't go very far with it. Sometimes it explores it and what effect drinking can have on someone. And I don't think that's. I, I that's hope they're you're... not. Well, I hope they're not. They're not trying to glamorize it. I think. I think they're trying to do the opposite. But it's a it's a fine line. You want the character to be interesting to the to the viewer at the same time. You don't want to glamorize this this this. I don't uh, think it's glamorized at all. But I think it's a failure in the story because all they do is show her drinking. They never really show any effects one way or the other. That like all this drinking is is turning you into an asshole and you're you're pushing away your friends or it has some negative effect or in the other cases like you know uh my wife always says i'm i'm a i'm a good happy drunk so she yeah. would rather me be drinking than not because typically i'm happier and in in less of a mood when i've been drinking but they don't even show that They're like they really just show her drinking so there's no upside well, downside to, to it. establish her baseline like what's maybe the, that's just where she keeps what, what's the medical like, drama I mean, house house where you yeah. know he's always popping pills because it. of his because of his uh leg injury and oh, really? gee, I don't know what that's like at all. Well, I know, but it, I mean, it was it was interesting <laughs> storytelling, but you know, sometimes the seasons got a little too far into it, you know, and and then they tried to backpedal, and then you know, so it's it's hard to 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 tell. But they dealt with it. They didn't just show him taking right. pills and never really dealt with it. They right. never no, deal I agree. with her. I drinking. agree. I just think the storytelling is, uh, if you want it to evolve, if you want it to go beyond more, this is a coping mechanism. Okay, I get that. <laughs> let's still tell a story it it's sometimes a stretch to kind of continue to keep going and so i, I don't think it went very in the defenders it certainly didn't didn't yeah go beyond I, much and i can't remember truthfully if they deal with it more or less in her her regular episodes because she she ends up with three seasons on netflix i think her and daredevil are the only oh, she got two a third? Get, i didn't know she got a yeah third. she got a third okay. and to tell you the truth that, i have not even finished the, list? the third doesn't it's, show up yeah, it's really late, uh, and I haven't even... That's the one I haven't seen. I started to watch it, and I kind of fell off because of some other stuff, but I don't... We, we'll, we'll, when we get there, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss whether well, we'll or not... We'll see. I think we have, to, we have to talk about this, I think, outside. We still got, like, six months before we're even done with the movies. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> we have... I was just looking for where we are right now. I think we have... Six theories, and then the rest are movies. Yeah, and that's that's still quite a way. And, and they're adding movies on there. Like we still haven't. I mean, we haven't hit Chang Chi yet. We're gonna have uh, some of these other Marvel series coming out. There's yeah. some more Marvel movies coming. Eternals is coming soon. Spider Man. Uh, well, Eternals. Hulk, first of Hulk all, Hawkeye starts in a couple. Yeah. Weeks. Oh my God, I'm so. First of all, Eternals for still gonna be started. I mean, I can't. It's well, Eternals. I'm, I'm mixing it up. Sorry. Eternals has. Um, oh, what's her Jolie. name? Jolie. Jolie. Who's her dad? Mr. John Joey. Voight. John Voight. John Voight is her dad. That's right. Um, I don't think they're in good terms. Yeah. Is he in the movie? I uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. But um, I, I will say this: I, um, I I wanted to put Angelina on my card, and Kelly Kelly shot it down. <laughs> she <laughs> shot it down. Like like you had a chance, regardless. <laughs> well, of course, but she's like, look, you have to have somebody that's not like a total, like you know. You have to have somebody on there that's not a total whack job. Like you can have a kind of a whack job, 
But you can't have a total whack job. So can you like, say, I have a partial want, whack job. Can you say I want hackers, Angelina Jolie, but not right? Uh, exactly. You know, I want yeah. hackers. Exactly. She's like, I, I don't want that in that you know one yeah, one thousand to one percent chance that you actually are able to accomplish anything and 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 play your card with her i don't want her coming back and killing me later because you know you want you want hackers not wanted or, uh, right. right exactly gotcha um yeah so i mean we'll, we'll we'll get there like i mean we talked about not finishing up uh agents of shield because agents of shield kind of went to shit um i think the netflix series that are still there um are worth doing even I, I i've seen them all except for i haven't finished jessica jones season three but i think I, they're all I, really good I, i'll tell you this i i saw jessica jones season three and i think it's worth seeing yeah and yeah, i'm looking good. forward to, and i'm looking forward to daredevil season three oh, okay so it, I saw know. Daredevil season three and I liked it. I haven't seen Punisher season two, Daredevil season three. Oh my god! You know, when I was watching Punisher season two, is so good. Speaking of Netflix series, though, I was watching Defenders this weekend and I gotten through a few episodes and I was kind of like, ah, uh, and and you know, I I got onto the Netflix screen. Okay, I'm gonna watch the next episode. And of course, this is when Squid Game shows up in the in the feed. <laughs> oh and it's my like, gosh! I keep, such a... And and I hadn't seen any trailers for it, but I had seen some memes oh. online that kept people kept referencing Squid Game. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know. It's like, okay, let me check this out. I started watching that. I binge watched that on the on like Saturday night or in Sunday morning. Was oh, it Just, multiple episodes? Oh yeah, it's, it's like eight. it's like nine episodes. I believe. Eight, it's nine. You're right. It's yeah. nine. Oh jeez. Um, yeah. There's going to be a season two. It's, yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. But uh, it's really good. It's fun. It's like the Running Man. It's you know, it's a it's a it's like a game show gone yeah. on crack. You know, where <laughs> very violent. But it's, it also comes out of South Korea, which we did the we did the. Uh, Is that a the, crack statement? Well, we did the uh, podcast on what's the train movie, the Runaway Train, not the Runaway Train, but the one Train with to the, Busan. What? No, yeah. no, 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 you guys. Snow, did, uh, Snow, Snow Piercer. Right. Yeah. I just listened to an episode of uh, HMP on that today. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same uh, director, uh, or it's a, um, it's a South Korean director oh. from that also did that the one that won the Snow Academy Piercer. Award that we did. Yep. Parasite. Uh, Parasite. Parasite, yeah. Um, and this had some, maybe it was Doom just bulb. because it was South Korean, you know, it took pl- a lot of the outdoor um, or the, the home sets reminded me of Parasite. Um, but but I, I was really drawn to this so it's tough when you're watching uh netflix series you know mcu ones and you get sidetracked with all, this, <laughs> and you see, all see the other stuff that comes out and you see it. a good series yeah. like you're watching a, you're watching like a, a dumpster fire like this one and then you so, get to see like I, squid game so i don't know if i would call this a dumpster fire i would just no, I'm, i would I'm, say I'm i would say it just didn't amount to as much as it it should have been this is it could have that it had just, huge potential. It was it was it was yeah. just kind of there. And I don't think we saw much much reaction when it came out. It was just because people were just kind of meh, whatever. You know, it was I, I actually think on my list it's lower than than Iron Fist because Iron Fist was a mm. lot more uh, it had a lot more bad, but it, it had some it took chances. It and the storytelling was a little bit more interesting and I So to I, me this is just the to me, this was just a little boring. It didn't do much, yeah. and and that's well, worse uh, to me. This to me had too much centric on uh, Danny Rand and Iron Fist story, where yeah. it, it, like I wish they, like you said, you know, you were talking about earlier, like a different uh, enemy than the hand. Uh, it kind of would have been nice if they did had some someone that wasn't like Danny Rand so obsessed with, and 
Daredevil's so obsessed with and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage kind of going like, what? And then just being part <laughs> of it. Like, it literally would have been cool if it was, like, someone trying to, like, destroy, you know, New York. I was going to say Chicago. I don't know why. Yeah. But New York. Uh, and then these guys, you know, it could have been street-level thugs, like you said, the Wrecking Crew or something like that. And that would have been fun. I don't know if they have the rights to Wrecking Crew, but that would have been really cool. <laughs> you know, that would have been fun because then it would have, like, well, it might have we- made Danny a little more you know, likable. We've talked about the interesting villains, Fisks and, and uh, the Purple Man. I can't, what's his name? Um, but uh, it did not seem like, you know, what was their motivation in the hand? They wanted immortality, but... Well, the hand is a big... It, he, they've always been an enemy of uh, Daredevil and Iron Fist. That's uh, not enough. That's just a... I know. That's, that's, that's this organization that's... of we're going to destroy New York by by, you know pulling out the substance from this dragon carcass uh, <laughs> it, it just it, it they seemed like they were they were unnecessarily uh, it was a weak story for sure uh, but yeah but why were they why were they villains it, it would have it, it seemed like they would have been more interesting if they were portrayed more like real vampires you know someone that they were they were cursed with this desire for immortality and more of a desperation in who they were rather than these uh, I would have rather than go completely comic book and like had over the top. Well, that's comic what wrecking, book. wrecking crew. Would yeah, have been, that, that, like, that take like yeah. actual Wreck, costume. Would have been so villains, fun. <laughs> right? Yeah, it didn't. I mean, it could have been even someone made up. It didn't even have to be someone that's real, like MCU. If they didn't have the characters, make someone up like someone that's you know similar to that, or or someone like the Rhino, or you know, or a Juggernaut type. Just badass dude that's just gonna you know go through and and that these guys have to work together to defeat. It's it's tricky though. I mean that's where like Avengers had the challenge of trying to integrate, a, you know, more of a real world character like Iron Man and and a god like Thor and you know a, a an Incredible Hulk that mutates and you know you and so if you're gonna take these more grounded characters like like the ones from Hell's Kitchen and introduce introduce something that's more outlandish more campy it's 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 not as easy but but i would have i would have liked to have seen them try i think it would have been more fun and it yeah. could have been more interesting and and i think that's part of the problem with netflix is they went oh we, we got to be serious we got to take ourselves serious and have all these serious issues and serious conversations like i don't mind that comic books because we want to read comic no. books think about it comics right they're 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 basically written cartoons essentially well, we want we want written cartoons you get say back that, to that and yet, and yet daredevil season one with fisk and some of the grounded uh re- reality in that series was so effective and so uh but it's not better than ragnarok which is kind of cartoony fun and stuff like that so i mean if well, you, I, if you can i yeah i think i think I mean, we've talked about this. I said the one thing I like about the MCU movies is they trust the characters, you know. Yeah. They kind of, and they trust the goofiness mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. yeah. And let's let's face it; these are these characters. They have their goofiness to them. I mean, it's <laughs> there's serious stuff too, but like, um, you know, come on, Daredevil's kind of a goofy goofy character, and I think I think Charlie Cox as an actor is trying to portray some of that but the storylines don't really let him because it's always like Sturm and Drong and you know people dying and you know stuff like that and I think you know they they need to lighten up you know 
Right. Imagine if they took a total comic book, cartoony idea from get-go. Mm-hmm. And, and they made these, like, let's make them over-the-top comic booky, Make them well, funny. Make them... And, make, but, and they've, done, we, but we and they've gotten, done that in the, the movies. Yeah. You know? We have like, gotten to Punisher, though. And one of the things that made that so successful is because it was such kind of a two-dimensional comic character grounded in this performance that's so much more heavy and emotional that you get so much more drawn into it. So I think it works both ways. I, I know your take on, like, Rock. I, I, I agree. That goes, you know, it's the humor and the campiness and really yeah. good action and, and storytelling. But that that's a lot of combination of things working together, and sometimes you get shit. Well, but I think <laughs> I think the characters lead to that. Punisher is one of those ones where it, you can't be funny because of the. I mean, he is all about just violence and. Well, and no, but they could have like gone that. campy. They could have gone Sylvester Stallone in Judge Dread, you know, versus versus someone no, like Punisher, you, which is we did that. Of, we did that, similar. and that didn't work. So well, I'm we just see saying, that well, but that's more the campy side. If you go, if you go full hardcore campy that's sometimes what you get and so right you got i think it's more than that i think i think you got to be able to tell a good story and and make the the rhythm work like in ragnarok it, it's that same sort of judge dread sylvester sloan campiness but there's more yeah. to it you got to have that we're friends from work I, moment you know <laughs> yeah I, I think right i think the punisher is kind of a special case because that's really a comic that is not for kids yes where 100%. it is there, i mean and there's a few of them and there's yeah. i don't know if marvel has its own imprint dc does i know but where thor and you know iron man and captain america and x-men and all those are kind of aimed at well, so younger Iron man and I- well, well like, some of it- the iron fist from the comics is this jovial joking kind of goofy guy and that's what's I think that's the biggest problem that everybody has with Iron Fist the show is like they make yeah. it so serious and whiny like fucking no like I, I think it's casting I think, I think if you look at the casting of the Punisher which I know is more of a serious one but they could have played it off more like the comic book and then you look at the casting in Iron Fist and you just have different levels of of no, he looks just like the character and and someone who can can emote. There's yeah, Randy Rand does. He looks a lot like the character from the comics, but I he doesn't don't. act like him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think looks is is where it's always at. It's more about how do you portray the character. How do you? I mean, yeah. And yeah, whininess, annoying. <laughs> is that if that's? I don't. I don't think they typically write a comic lead as just constantly annoying they, they need to still give it some charm but that's what right. comes across with uh with the performance uh, true in, in, true i mean i i think it may i mean it may be the actor after hearing this interview with the the right guy, i agree with you i agree i with mean you. to to cast an actor as iron fist who is you know greatest martial artist in the in the universe and then have the actor say I'm not going to do that. You're just going to have to do it with trickery and work around me. And so and you have him like slow motion, one yeah. punch, and it's just like, come on. And there's there's people out there that <laughs> your husband in the background's got it going yes. on. Uh, so um, there there are enough, and and you know I know a lot of people are like really upset with like, oh, why do we have this white guy as this martial art? Like that's what the comic book was. There's enough people out there that are Caucasian or European descent that are good at martial arts that they could have yep. found someone that did we, this. We said this when we did Iron Fist. You there's yeah. somewhere 
There yes. is an actor who can Steve play Danny Rand. Is a better fighter and, and yeah. could could have put that together. I've seen his techniques and stuff. He could have put together. I've been annoying ass at the same time too, so I could pull it off. I mean, he could be a whiny little shit. I couldn't there, do it because I don't have the hair to pull it off. There are decently good-looking guys who are who are also decent actors mm-hmm. who are willing to work with a stunt coordinator and at least try oh, not yeah. to look like a moron. And this guy didn't wasn't even willing to meet him halfway. You yeah. know. Now that you said that, that that makes a lot of sense, and and that's sad that that's the case, and and because I mean he has the look. If he would have just put the effort into doing the martial arts, and being someone that's done martial arts, it is not hard to learn enough to make it look good. Like I mean, he could have spent six months doing the training, and that's I mean that's what actors get paid to do is to do right. this. They work out, they get fit, they get they learn this stuff. In six months, he could have learned enough martial arts to make these fight scenes look good. And and, and there's yeah. actors who have done it, like um, oh for sure. The you know the Robert Downey Jr. has been yeah. training in uh, kung fu for over twenty years. Yeah, there's um the actress who played uh who played River in Firefly. Uh huh. She was on the Terminator TV show. Oh right, right, t- right. And she said when she's like on firefly she's like every monday morning i would get there early so i could go over all of the stunts and fight choreography with the the guy and it she's like it took hours and it was exhausting and it was hard but it always looked great and she's like then i got cast on terminator and (laughs) they said okay your first big fight is is on monday morning and she's like so i showed up early and i'm in my workout clothes and i said okay I'm ready to learn the choreography. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And they hand me this giant gun. And she's like, oh, this is much better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. But but the thing is, like, she's, I mean, she was not a martial artist. She was a, she was a ballet dancer. And, yeah. well, you know, and they, I mean, <laughs> they're, I mean, it's, it's also physical. Well, martial and, arts is basically a combative ballet. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, I think... Steve shows it every time when he gets out there and dances. I believe that <laughs> he is the perfect fighting ballet person. I'm more like fighting equals <laughs> like fall out yeah. of a chair. Yeah, like, uh, you know, bull in a china shop kind of thing. But, I mean, I'm not any kind of athlete at all. But you're right. If you're an actor, you're there's a certain amount of physicality that you need to expect with any role. And if you get, like I said, if you're cast as the Iron Fist and you read the you know, you read the description when you audition and it says this guy is the greatest martial artist in the world. Right. And you're like, like, huh, I guess I'm going to have to work out a little bit. <laughs> he thought he was too good of an actor to, think, to realize yeah. that it takes yeah. more than that. But do you think yeah. that's enough to have made his character much more? Uh, oh, I think it would have won a huge. It I think it would have won a huge difference. I feel that, uh, you know, Electra got a little shortchanged with I you know I wasn't a big fan of her character in in Daredevil season two and I certainly was not in this one but I really thought I I wanted to see a better story because I thought she portrayed uh, Electra very you know, I was very interested uh, in her I would like I'd like to see a do over <laughs> I'd like to see a uh, you know a, a Suicide Squad uh, do over <laughs> with her character. Um, <laughs> And and uh, and see it played out better because uh, I thought she was well cast. She reminds me of Gal Gadot from from Wonder Woman, where she has the look and fits the action part of it, but her acting doesn't always 
come up to par and it might you be don't part think gal gadot is a good actress hey everyone it's gal um, gadot i believe i don't believe okay i don't believe whatever i don't believe maybe is silent yeah Sorry. she's uh gal she's gadot. israeli not french yeah so um going from uh, wonder woman 1984 there's some horrible fucking scenes in that um that okay. where her acting really does not carry the scene and needed to so yeah, yeah, I think her acting is I I think she has the look and her action and everything she does. I think she's a wonderful Wonder Woman. I love her as Wonder Woman. I would never overcast her with anybody else. But I do not think her her acting and the directing that got her to there necessarily carries it all the time. Why are we talking about her? Is are you using her as a comparison? I was using her as an example of of what you were saying about Electra. Like I think she has the look and she has the the fighting ability like her training and and her her action makes it right but there's parts of her acting that doesn't always carry well, that the, that's where the, i think the story the sells are short because i saw a lot of right i didn't say it's all on her, her it, it could be directing her, i liked her performance i liked the potential in, in that and i would have liked to see well and maybe that's art. maybe that's where we're giving finn a bad name you know he's the guy that plays iron fist maybe we're giving him more of a bad name that it should be more on the directors and, well, and the writers yeah but i didn't see the really... potential in his performance so. no <laughs> i don't think many of us come did. on you don't think he could have really pulled off a whiny ass kid because that's really what he plays. I mean, and that's writing. I, I, uh, no, I, 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 I mean, we're not the only we, ones that have I mean, said what it. What do we have? So. We got, we got the new Spider-Man. He's kind of a whiny ass kid, but, but no, but, no. Um, but not, at the same time, not. he's no Luke Skywalker. What? <laughs> well, Luke Skywalker are, just, is a whiny ass kid. But these are he's examples wrong. of characters that still can command the hero platform while yeah. while kind of still getting away with uh, I don't know if he's I wouldn't call him a whiny I wouldn't call him whiny I would say he he hits that teenage vibe 100% but that is Spider-Man 100% from the comics he yeah. nails Spider-Man better than any of the other actors before Garfield and um uh what's his name I can't think of the first guy uh, Toby was, Toby uh, uh yeah Maguire Maguire <laughs> no, um <laughs> he he Toby hit... O'Shaughnessy? What were you getting ready to say? I mean, Toby O'Brien <laughs> or Toby Keith? Toby O'Brien or oh something or oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember O'Malley. his name. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, they those guys did okay, but I mean, Tom Holland is one hundred percent like. He as soon as I saw job, him on screen, sure. I was like, oh my god, that he jumped right off the goddamn pages of the the comics. Yeah. But what would what would happen? What's the what's the actor's name who plays Danny Rand? Uh, um, uh, Finn. Okay, Tom. so let's put him in the role of Spider-Man. Do you think he could have pulled off? Pulled, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's 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 still going to be oh. a one-dimensional performance, or at least that's my take Here, on it. I haven't seen him in, in, in uh, right, his other ahead, shows. Well, I haven't seen I him see. in other shows, so I don't know. He's in. He's range. in. He's in Game of Thrones. Right. Ben Joneses. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, Who's he playing he, Game of Thrones? Uh, Loras Terrell. I think he plays. Oh. He's, he's the he's the prince the gay, of yeah the gay prince. prince who's the brother of the woman yeah. of the one he gets, who married. He gets um, kind of that angsty look on his face too when he's Joffrey. mad. He just kind of like you know frowns and it's it's just like oh my god you're just an angsty was child. He, he wasn't the one that was the the knight of flowers right. He's the one that wants the that he's the one that has sex with the knight of flowers. Maybe no, I think he well. 
Know. You know what? I don't remember. He's the, but the, it's the, the second Tur worst the ending compared to Lost, in my opinion. So I really just, the, I just shut it out of my mind. The the, Ty the Tyrells were the royal family, so he yeah. was the prince yeah. of the. I think that, he, I think he might have been the the. He might have been the Knight of Flowers, but anyways, yeah, Maybe. he, he yeah. was. So, but let me let's go back to this with Danny. I mean, you guys obviously are not Danny fans, and that's fine. I, I no, say, I wouldn't say that. I'm not. I'm not his biggest would not biggest proponent, it. but he's. If you think about it with him, he's so socially awkward because he would grew up in a commune in the mountains, you know, with like all these people that are just dedicated I, I, to karate. And then he's like thrown into like a modern social scene. Like I could just imagine him sitting around, like didn't know maybe did did or didn't know what a cell phone was. Certainly didn't have the internet. Certainly didn't have his iPad. He certainly wasn't running. <laughs> he certainly didn't have a podcast every third Wednesday. Like he didn't have any of that stuff, right? He had none of that stuff. He was he was martial arts, whatever. I almost said karate, but well, no. I mean, he was taught how to 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 basically fight and defeat a dragon. And, and yeah, right. I get that. Like, I, like that's that's I, day I get, in day out. That's all he did. So I get what you're saying. And from a real world standpoint, when you meet someone, you got to give them a break on who they are. But we're talking entertainment here. I think, I think people need to still engage with the audience. And if it means you're playing a whiny ass, annoying, angsty kid, you got to figure out how that character is going to connect with the audience. And that is kind of sure. a, an actor's and, and director's and storyteller's burden. But, and, but yeah. that's where we're, I, that's where I'm saying it. It's, it does not work. And, and I, I'm putting it more on, on, um, on the actor's shoulders just because I well, don't. Well, I think they could have done a little better, you know, talking about that. And if he was supposed to be more of an angsty, whiny little kid or, or whatever he was supposed to be, like, I think he, they just, they cast him too old. Like, I think if they would have cast him, like, in a Tom Holland age group. Oh, I see what you're thing, saying, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like they, I, let me see, Finn Jones, I'm looking it up right now. Finn Jones was born in 1988, so in, in, in 2017, he was 30, basically, 29 or 30, let's yeah. say. Uh, so he wasn't a kid, but he was, like, had this attitude of, like, an angsty kid. And if they would have cast, like... A seventeen or because when the plane went down, right? When when You're his parents' to be like plane 10. went down, it's like eight or ten, right? So mm -hmm. he yeah. was like studying for twenty years. I mean, yeah. maybe, I mean, obviously he defeated he can defeat a dragon. So so you know, of course it's. Um, it you're, makes basing, sense you would have to... you're basing the character on the age of the actor. I think I think the character is supposed to be in his early twenties, though. Is he mid twenties? Is it mid? Okay. I don't know how yeah. old he's supposed to be, but. Whatever, I think in the comics however, he's like mid twenties. However, he's supposed to be, it doesn't come across that way. Well, I think it's it's uh, the idea was I mean, that uh, the the mystical city shows up every fifteen years, and so that's why it was there when he crashed, and then fifteen years later was when he so maybe twenty five makes sense. Yeah, and that's right? why he was mid yeah. mid twenties, yeah, and him and yeah. him and Luke Cage become great friends and stuff like that, and he he's more of a jovial kind of guy, and this is this is where I think a lot of people have problems is, and maybe this is the people that um and and I listen to a lot of these podcasts where they're comic book fans so they know the backstory from the comic books where i didn't know the backstory necessarily but they're taking it from what the comic books were and he was not this angsty like so driven whiny kind of shithead like all driven about you know it was it was more like 
you know, he was kind of the, the, the funny guy where Luke Cage kind of played the straight man in, in a comedy duo in their comics. And they, they had this great friendship. And, you know, it's like every time you see him, he's got the smile on his face. He's kind of like every time he gets in a fight, he just kind of he's kind of giddy about it and stuff like that. So where, you know, Danny Rand is so angsty and so like downtrodden and like, oh, my God, woe is me and poor me. You know, it, I think that just it, it ruined the character. And I think that. I don't know if it's writers or directors or uh, actor that that brought that out, but I think that's what failed mostly in the the Danny Rand story in the Iron Fist. And um, but even in Defenders, it seems like they brought out that side of his character throughout. Oh, uh, he became so such bad. an essential part of this story, and they it was almost all about him. They didn't, if anything, they under they they kind of brought his character back more more a little more one-dimensional than than he was in the yeah. in the series and i thought so, that was uh, unfortunate the one thing i can give him is the iron fist 2 season season 2 is actually better um than the season 1 and defenders in what they do there's some there's still some crazy weird shit and he's still kind of like not the greatest character but it is a better season overall good um i do remember that much uh, i do remember enjoying it a lot more good because uh, we're gonna have to granted, watch we it get, here for <laughs> <laughs> we get we, we get more colleen wing which I, I i like i said i would rather have her have her own season i i think she is fabulous uh i love her as an actress i think she is someone that shows that whether or not she had training before she's willing to put the work in to do it right which is incredible. Like that, and she that owns just... the dojo, right? She's the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, her in the comic books, she and uh, Misty Knight hook up and become the the daughters of the dragon. Is what the series is called, and so they go about and kind of do a lot of this this street level uh, superhero work together, and they create a great deal. Hero. And that's why let's not go superhero hero. Did I say superhero? Yes. I don't know. If you get to walk around and, you know, kick people's ass with a fucking sword or a fucking metallic arm, you're pretty super. Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> metallic uh, arm, yeah. Sword? I could do that tomorrow. You'd probably get arrested. Can you? Right? Can you? I've seen you sword fight. Can you? I don't know if I, I, don't know if I could. I could try. <laughs> I, I've got to know. There's not much crime here. The uh, crime that happens in Newport Beach, I could probably, I could probably go out and, there was, there was a There was a guy in New Jersey like 10 years ago who robbed a 7-Eleven with uh with a katana with a katana <laughs> and when the police showed up to take him you know to arrest him he screamed there can be only one and oh, charged shit. him <laughs> <laughs> let me guess he got shot yes <laughs> he was yeah. i don't believe he was killed but yeah they shot at him. least tasered let's say he, wa he yeah. wasn't the one apparently no. <laughs> I have a question about the uh, the finale in this with the with the building coming down and and um, Electra or, or Black Sky and and uh, and Matt Murdock being trapped down in the bottom. Was there any? Did this reflect any previous comic story, or was this completely? I have no idea. For it? Okay, I no, think this knows. was all written. I I think this was all written for just the show. I don't think this was a comic story essentially. So, so to me. That is some of the most lazy writing when <laughs> when you drop a building on someone and and then five minutes later show them waking up in a in a in a 
in a convent or you know wherever they were. So that just, is actually leading into comic book uh, lore. Okay. And, and a, a Frank Miller story that which is they've oh, pulled a lot okay. of Frank Miller. Okay. Uh, so there's stories. something there. At least there's something because otherwise yeah. it just seems like what the hell do they what you, you're like not such, wrong this it was seemed like lazy idea. writing it was so it, yeah. like make it interesting <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> sacrifice a character only to see him bit spit out into a i actually Here's what watched, happened is i watched the first 10 minutes of daredevil season three just to because i thought oh my gosh i i know that that it was already announced that there was going to be a season three of daredevil so they they couldn't <laughs> just you know cr drop a building sure. on someone they had to well say, they're okay, not going to yeah. kill daredevil no <laughs> I mean, they'd be um, like killing Captain America. That's almost why it's even more tired. It's like, or maybe not, Iron Man. They, we know they're not going to kill him, so it just had okay. no. It had no. Uh, <laughs> I had I had no fear that he was. Oh my gosh, I had no. I had no sadness. Well, that he's he the man gone. without fear, so I can understand that. <laughs> and, then, and then even no, the uh, it shows him kind of shooting out this little uh, little uh, drain pipe <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was the flush. Um, so uh, how deep so was that happened, hole? And there was drain pipes down there that kind of shot you back yeah. up or something, whatever. Well, it was it was like one of those uh, toilets on the on a boat, you know, where it's air, back air filled, and it's like it, it shoots you up instead of just all the flow of water. Right. Um, no, what it was is the the writers had two weeks to write this story. And what happens was they got down to the like the last two days, and they, they were only on episode six. Are you are you telling the truth? Or are you making this up? <laughs> <laughs> totally making it up, okay. but that's, that's what it sounds like. It does right? feel like it, yeah. <laughs> but that's literally, they're like, okay, we have to figure out how he survives. He comes to grips with uh, his love for Elektra, and Misty, Ar uh, Misty Knight has to lose arm. Got it. Here's what we do. Because <laughs> that's what the last two episodes felt like. Yeah, yeah. That, like I said, it's like they had a, they had a list. It's like you got to hit these right. ten bullet points, and we don't care how you get there. And they're like... All right. And it was, well, the, yeah. the first it was six, a corporate mandate, the, and it was a definite failure there. Yeah. The first six That's... episodes really seemed really well written, and then all of a sudden it got to the last two episodes, and it was kind of like, fight, 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 fight. I don't uh, think the middle I, angst. I, I don't think the middle fight, 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 was good, but I thought they got I, progressively I, worse. I, yeah, I disagree that, I mean, the whole, first of all, they needed more story if they were going to go as many episodes as they did, because there was a lot of stuff that felt like, like they were retreading the same ground over and over and padding stuff out. And I just, I don't know, like <laughs> they needed, they needed someone who, who liked all the characters and, oh, that's and a good wanted, that's a you point. know, because I got the feeling it was kind of like all, they were all disagreeable. They were all fighting with each other. And it's like, come on guys. Well, that was okay. So that was them. Like, okay. They did a Bosley. All, they did a Bosley. Like in Charlie's the Avengers Angels. all get along. Yeah. So like, Bill we Murray have Bosley these... from the first Charlie's Angels movies. That's what you need. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like someone thought, oh, well, the Avengers all kind of get along, so we got to have all these guys not get along the whole time. I mean, the one person that it kind of seemed normal on was Jessica Jones. Her just her quippiness with with everybody, although she kind of let Luke Cage off with, I mean, I guess she still was wanting that, you know, that relationship kind of thing. But, I mean, I she mean, gave they, yeah, Daredevil they, they shit. Were... She gave Iron Fist. I love when she called him Ironclad, and he goes, it's Iron Fist. And she goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how she, when she left, she actually left. I, you know, Luke Cage came after her and said, "Come on, you got to come back in." She's like, "No, I'm out," and she did leave. You know, it took. Yeah, but at the she end, she back. was like, "Well, we can get some coffee sometime." <laughs> well, oh, yeah. and we all know what that means. Yeah. 
So yeah, <laughs> she doesn't want a relationship. She just wants to break some furniture. But, so. but, but like you said, like uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist are friends in the comics. Yeah. And Luke Cage and Jessica Jones already have this relationship. Yeah. And Matt Burdock seems like an affable kind of guy. He seems, you know, like he well, he, he, he would be sort of agreeable. Uh, he's, and uh, does he though? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he, so. I mean, like some some of the stuff in his own show so with he, him and with him and him and Foggy, like yeah. do, Hank, you know, doing. So so what know, I got out of it was stuff was was. That yeah. went that went away. I I, I think here's, they used he used to be, but but now he's he's here's, not. Here's what I got out of this, and I miss it. <laughs> Matt Murdock felt like he was the older brother of this this group. Like like I've been doing this a little while. Let me let me show you the ways and like, kind of like I'm like, I'm gonna take I'll you out of my you how, I'll show you how the minor superhero. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you how the minor right. hero is done. I think yeah. I'll I think show that's you gonna, what it's like to not yeah, be an up. Avenger. But I got the, save I got my series lives. first, so uh, you right. I think that's what I it felt like to me. And but he was like he literally cared for him. Uh, and and Luke Cage, like I I did not like. The, <sighs> I did not like the first interaction between him and you know, the the sit down conversation um, between him and Iron Fist. Like, it felt very uh, socially uh, angsty push kind of thing. Like, and I understand that you know it, it kind of worked in that aspect where he's like, you know, give him the white guilt because he has money and he's not doing a bunch of things. And he's like, well, you're you're just defending a criminal because I'm trying to stop him from this. And he's like, well, but he's not always a criminal. There was a lot of that. And to me, it was a little forced, but it didn't push the, the relationship between those two. Then later on, you know, he felt bad because he let he let him get captured and stuff like that. Like that felt more real. So I like that relationship needed to be developed somehow. Like I would have rather had them like somehow come together. Like I, I don't know even how to do it, but it was like find a common ground between them and, and like I mean, find a way to get to that rather than the way they kind of went about it. I I think I think it's such a cliche to have like the this the hero who's like the lone wolf and and you know, I take this burden upon my back all by myself and all this right. stuff. And, but the thing is, all these guys at this point have so much of experience, you know, fighting crime. And also, they've all pretty much gotten the shit kicked out of them enough that I think they might sit down and say, all right, what are your strengths? You know, I have these weaknesses. I need somebody who can you know, I need. That's a good I need. Point. They're not that smart. <laughs> That's a better point. That's a better point. Together, they don't work together. They don't know how to work together. They, no, they're she's all got a point though. It's, it's the lone wolf syndrome. They're all like, oh, I'm the only one that could do this. I. They're all. Yeah. They're all fucking angsty, fucking well, like, moody scenes. <laughs> goes back to yeah, what and, said and the thing like is, the group fight scenes. They don't. They don't fight as a team. Yeah, I mean, you would think Matt Murdock at this point would be like, you know what? I need somebody to. You know, I need yeah. somebody that can see. To, I need somebody. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I need somebody that can watch. I need somebody that can watch I my back. I need somebody to watch my back. <laughs> Literally. Luke Cage. Literally. Luke, well, Luke Cage takes the takes the front. You know, he blocks all the bullets. Is right. uh, yeah. you know, and 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 Jessica Jones is like, 
all right, I'm really strong, but you know, physically, the, physically, I'm, I'm not drunk, particularly. So she's the only thing. one that like didn't want to be part of this to begin with. She doesn't I mean, want to be can, a hero. The rest kind of do. You can sort of understand. I'm not supposed that, to be here but, today. I mean, that's her line. Like, yeah. She right. She's she's the clerks of uh, the whole right. thing. <laughs> but but yeah, but I think you know I wish, and I had the same problem. I had the same problem with the the first Avengers movie where they're all fighting, and part of that was they were under the influence of the Tesseract or whatever. But in you know like in the in the comics, Iron Man and Captain America are really really good friends. Yeah, and they never were in. The movies and uh, I, and I disagree I, with that to me they're like not they are not they are good friends that they they quip at each other all the time they're kind of like me and Bo in a way which is funny like uh, I bring this up like me and Bo constantly give each other shit and uh, yeah. this came up the other day when yeah. uh, <laughs> one of their students at the martial arts school who's been listening to our podcast we're talking about stuff, and all she goes, I don't know who this motherfucking Bo character is, but if he <laughs> bullshits on Thor one more time, one more time, I was like, I'm like, no, no, no. I go, that, he's like my brother. He's just, uh, that's just him fucking with me. He's just poking, poking I was like, Noah, Noah loves Ragnarok. I, I, I laughed so hard, but I was, she's like, I'm loving the podcast. I really, and she goes, but if this Bo motherfucker one more time talks shit about Thor, I was like, oh, that's so fucking funny. So, I mean, that's, I will talk about Thor as much as I want. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, but, I mean, some of the stuff Tony said said was very pointed and mean, you know. And yeah, but I, you I, know, that's how like, that's kind of how guys are sometimes. Literally, yeah, I mean, but I mean, we, we, a, we get sometimes well, to the point where we poke fun a little too much. Like, yeah, you, maybe you get but, in. So, Maybe, but, but I didn't see that in those guys. I didn't see that in any of the defenders. They just that's, that's what I mean. I mean, they just—they just—they're all—they all immediately went, "Oh, I'm not—I'm—I'm I'm a lone wolf. I'm working alone." Right. And I think like, you hit it perfectly with that lone wolf comment. Yeah. And then, yeah. but then they didn't come up with a good reason for them to work together, and they never You're kind right. of let that go. And it's like I, and maybe some of them are not that bright, but I think. <laughs> That I think, I mean, if they would have found a I think, reason to, to bring them Luke, together so they had to work together, they and they never established I think that. Luke, that. I think Luke been... Cage, at least, would have been like, hey, I mean, I can't get shot, but I don't particularly like getting the crap kicked out of me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so but, I mean, I don't think I don't think he gets the crap kicked out of him nearly as bad in this series as he does in the Luke Cage series. Like right. in the Luke Cage series, he gets the living hell beat out of him, and in this, he just gets like, I don't know, roughed up a little. Like, you know, like like I consider it the equivalent of, I was, uh, this is going to sound stupid, but I was walking by the dog the other day, and he's eating, so I have to like squeeze past him, and I I cut my knee open on the stucco on our wall. Oh yeah. Right. To, so it hurts a little bit. But that's the equivalent of what Luke Cage goes through in this episode. Well, in, he gets in, in this entire. He, gets he doesn't get the shit beat out of him like it. It was but he's fine. I know it, it sucked he got hit too by because a garbage truck. I or, so, yeah, okay, garbage truck. And the next thing you see, I, it, I wanted to see that play out because I think that's when uh, when Sawande is is chasing after him and he gets hit by the garbage truck, and then later, 
he comes he comes stumbling in he's got swanda but it's like how did he do it i don't know they never really went into that it was well he is the indestructible but, man they, but he they also say gets that. he also gets taken out by uh stick's little uh incense bomb um you know well that, that's the thing it's like that's so, that's uh, that's interesting that they went that way with him because he is indestructible from a physical right kind yeah, of well, perspective but it's when it comes to psychotropics and all that kind of stuff and yeah, yeah. You know, no, it, I thought that it, was actually cool that they did it that way. One of the things that that yeah. was one of the best parts that that shows that him and Danny Rand have a, a a partnership in it is that he felt bad that he failed and let Stick um, yeah. knock him out, and that was one yeah, of the I first times that... I felt that like, oh shit, he cares for him, you know, and that that was one of the first. Maybe times that was I something that... that that they were hoping to develop yeah. in maybe a season two, and this was yeah. setting more of the right. groundwork for that, which is which is fair. Well, and that's what what I that's one of the other few notes that I had on this was that I think that was episode four when that happened, but that, that sort of, I call it the Chinese rest scene. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> what you would call it, but that's what I, that's what I, I had in my notes, but that was good chemistry between them. I thought, and definitely you're right. I think, I think uh, Luke Cage did feel bad about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he almost is. He almost starts to feel like he he gets that little big brother feeling to it, which they they did start to play towards the end, and and that was one of the cool things. I mean, the whole scene on we talked about it earlier about on the the train where they're sitting there together, that to me just looked like three friends kind of like <laughs> get coming home from the club or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you know heading well, or, out whatever. Or actually, you know, it, it more reminded me of was like a couple of friends coming back from like beerly softball where they just lost like <laughs> the second game of the playoffs or something like that yeah. like if they would have won that game they would have gone to the finals and, yeah you know that's whatever a good, it's like good point lower 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 stakes lower yeah. stakes kind of a thing but Definitely. yeah something like that so, so. i don't know all right. Um, we've 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 tagged a lot of stuff in this. Um, sure before have. we go more, too far, more than I'll... it deserves. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As you say, if there was any. Uh, one or the other way if there was anything that you really really liked or really really disliked what uh and and if it's a dislike what would you do to change it if there's if there's anything in it i mean uh, like if you could rewrite this essentially uh because i think that's more what we're i I think i already mentioned okay go ahead oh sorry i would i would get someone who like i said who liked the characters Mm. and had a lighter touch because it was like (laughs) well i mean i just i keep thinking there's a there's a quote in the movie amadeus where um mozart wants to write this comic opera and the other composers are saying well this is just you know this is very very frivolous it's like don't you think you should write something serious like and he's like he's like like greek gods or or uh (laughs) or or mythological creatures. He said, he said, characters so high and lofty, you think they shit marble. And, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, there's, there's a cut, you know, every so often I'll be watching a movie and I'm like, Oh yeah, these characters definitely shit marble. And, (laughs) (laughs) and that's, I I don't even know what, what I I can't, I'm I'm having trouble shit marble. (laughs) <laughs> like what is that like i can have you ever been hurt. constipated just imagine that times 10 <laughs> right but, but i don't understand is that a benefit is that a good thing no. or a bad no, thing it's i don't a bad, understand very bad thing okay it's, gotcha. it's just they're they're so serious that they there's like there's nothing funny about them 
Gotcha, and, gotcha, gotcha. And okay, fair I just, enough. Yeah, I think I, I think I, this I, needed a lighter. I think this needed a much lighter touch. I agree. Because I think they might the, have tried that with Stick to try to bring him in to be a little bit of the of the Bosley character, but but he didn't. You know, he kept he's, playing he's his own. He was stick. so un. He's he's not <laughs> light. He's not that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and each of these characters can be light on their own. Yeah. You know, like, you know. Well, they tried Matt it with Mur some of the Matt jokes. Matt Murdock makes jokes, and, and Luke Cage makes jokes, and they could just, Well, Jessica you know. Jones is all about jokes. I mean, her whole thing is, is constantly, like, ribbing these guys that she's with. I mean, and yeah. That, but it was, and, yeah, it it could have been and, lighter. You know, and like I said, like, those those three three moments that I mentioned... The, yeah. the Chinese restaurant in the subway and when Matt shows up in the Daredevil costume the first time. <laughs> I mean, so so you have like a few minutes in the course of however many episodes. So that I, IMDb where, has two quotes from this and, and they're both hilarious because they're, they're both Jessica Jones to, to Daredevil and it's the one is nice ears and he goes, they're horns. Right? <laughs> and then the other one's like, you look yeah. like an asshole. Well, it's your scarf. Right, that's what I'm saying So just like, yeah. yeah, like you said. Yeah, I mean, and they could have done that because she, you know, I mean, that stuff's funny. And yeah. But they, they, like, didn't trust the characters and they just wanted them to be, they're going to be serious and take on this serious <laughs> crime and save the city from a serious, you know, from a serious disaster. And it's like... So I could have fixed this in, in two things, right? With oh, just those two quotes, right? How you make this is you, you take that, that 70s show approach to this and she goes, she goes, you know, you know, uh, you look like an asshole. And he's like, that's your, that's your scarf. And then you got Luke Cage going, oh, burn. You know, he puts on the Kelso. Right. <laughs> You know, and and just they all acknowledge that it's it's it, they're gonna give rib each other. You know, like like seventy show, which is a perfect example of how yeah. friends that are so close to each other, but yet they give each other <laughs> so much shit the entire time. And they end each episode where you know, it, in Defenders, of course, where they're all smoking weed around a table, and you can just <laughs> smell their, their expressions as they're as they're turning the camera around. <laughs> I said good 70s. day. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I would love that. But um <laughs> I said good day. I like that. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it's you know, they do they could rib each other. I mean yes. you know, they just or they all have different fighting styles, you know, they could joke about that. Like like what's that thing like what's that thing you do with your foot? Oh that's that's a roundhouse kick or whatever. Yeah. You know, that would have been you know. cool as them to kind of figure out working together in the fight and actually like yes. show them trying to figure out how to work together like yes. There, I think there was one or two moves where they kind of worked together, but like literally like spotlighting the like Luke Cage lifts up a guy and holds him there while, you know, Daredevil comes in and kicks him across the room or, you know, right. somehow so Daredevil. Well at, at the beginning of, of Avengers 2, uh, when, when they're right. in the snow and you see all, they're all yeah. working together and yep. it's all choreographed. But of course they've been working to work together for a while, but you just didn't see but any that's, of that. Show, show the training of it. Like, yeah. like, yeah, or, like, or at least, like, at hey, least I'm gonna hold this guy up, kick him. Or at least some, or at least some discussion. Like when they, yeah. you know, why doesn't somebody say, that Jessica Jones is like, what's your powers exactly? And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know, I can, it's it's like I can jump up to the third story window. And they're yeah. like, what? Other than looking like you a know, female Fonzie, what is your powers? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Or, you know, or you could give them, you know, you could call each other nicknames, you know, like, hey, Pinky Pescadero, why are you here? You know? Well, here's the thing, though. It sounds, like, it sounds like what, what it's, it's sounding like is that it needs some comic relief. Because yes. I think that's yes. the one thing that's missing is, like, if you think about all the Avengers movies across all the, the MCU movies, essentially. All the MCU movies. All the yes. MCU movies, right? Not the Avengers movies, but the MCU movies, yes. If you look well, at even all the, those, the Avengers huge, have some jokes. Huh? Mm -hmm. Even the Avengers have some jokes. Right, they have some jokes and all that. It's like it's almost like they need to have Rob Riggle like work his way into this. So <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, it's it's like when, when Jessica Jones says, you know, you look terrible or whatever, you just quoted yeah. it and he's like, Oh, it's your scarf. Yeah. And if Rob Riggle were there, he's like, in your face! Yeah. Like, or something like that. Like, it just would have been, like, like. Kinda... That's what I'm saying, is right then, like, you should have Luke Cage right behind him, like, oh, burn! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would, like, they said, they needed to to have a way to lighten it up, and I think that's what was missing. But that is that is consistent with Netflix Marvel stuff, is they, they stayed darker, and it may be what hurt them. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with you guys. I think. I think. It well, it's okay. A, you're wrong. I think it had a lot of of good, like quips and stuff like that. And going overboard on that might have been a little too too much for me. I think they should have um, added a little bit more weight to to the villains and given them some more motivation and evolved it a little bit more. I Like I talked about before, I think Ale Alexandra would have been nice to have her kind of coming out moment of power. Maybe where, I, at, at one point, I thought she was bringing uh, Black Sky, raising Black Sky so that she could take over the Black Sky vessel, you know, Electro's vessel at some point, and to like wield the power of, of, of uh... this new person. And I thought, well, that might be a, an interesting, like, oh my God, here's, here's a, a force we need to reckon with. Um, but instead, that that you know prime villain just kind of got taken yeah, out you're before right. before she had an opportunity or before we even knew what she was capable of, if if anything. And that I think should have because I didn't I didn't get their motivation so much. I didn't see that they really so needed to act together to to stop this thing. What I got a they perfect way to rewrite this, Steve. Yeah. Right. Oh boy. We give we, we give the villains more more story, right? We make them more demanding and more villainous and 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 have more <laughs> gravitas and stuff like that. And on the opposite side, we have the the heroes jokey more and like you know get along and 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 kind of comic it through. Yeah. It. And I, then I don't mind end, more jokes. It's just as long as you have the weight going on. You know the reason. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is together. is both of those could have happened together and made uh -huh. this that much better and and and. Yes, you're 100% uh, correct in the fact that it both sides needed to happen, but I think that's where we failed. Is that and like what Nina said, the story was it was it didn't go very far. It was just like eight episodes stretched from four, maybe you know that and yeah. And you well, I almost would have liked to seen more in the beginning. I think the first act was really good, and I could have I could have even saw I could have even having an extra episode of the the whole beginning some more some more details of what's going on like that may have given you more of what was going yeah. on with why the big bad is who the big bad is maybe maybe do something dirty and nasty and that and then and have some more backstory i would have liked to seen the the side characters more involved in the beginning too well, this was written more like a movie like a two-hour movie a, a three-act structure because typically there's netflix series yeah. that are going eight or ten episodes do not fit into the three-act structure instead they evolve. They 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 go places. They they 
you know, follow this story true, and they'll true. move around to another. So the fact that they kind of stuck with the three acts, uh, which really didn't amount to three acts even, um, shows <laughs> that, that it probably could have been condensed into just a movie. Um, and uh, Yeah, that, that might have... I, I think... I would have liked to seen more of a. I would have liked to seen more episodes and and delve more into character development of the 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 heroes together. Like maybe had um, some more individual time. Like have a, a you know a, a Luke Cage and and uh, Iron Fist go off on a side mission together where they something happens and they bond a little bit over that and then have Jessica Jones have to work with Daredevil on something. And, and yeah. you know, find a way to work together. And then you got uh, Luke Cage working with Daredevil and, so, you know, just a little bit of these, yeah, these side was... things that would have made them work together a little bit more. I mean, in the Avengers, and... we've got we got the big battle where you had Iron Man and, and Captain America fighting and Thor comes down and fucking says, look, kids, quit playing around. And then they all get into the big battle like a little more of something like that. But, but although where, that was still yeah, just a, a movie, you know, this is still a, yeah. a series. Where, but I mean, they never had that. They never had yeah. that point. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess they had a, the Luke Cage get knocked out by Iron Fist kind of thing. I mean, that's a good point. They could have had them have, you know, two at a time go on like, you know, side quests, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> and yeah. And also, you know, you don't have to break for a, a fight every five minutes. Yeah. Right. I would have liked to be there. So the, why would they do that? Like none of them. I mean, well, we did get we did them, get one them, moment. Make them split we, up and like say like, okay, there's two things happening at once. Two go one way, two go yeah. the other. And well, it's we got like, the Jessica Jones Iron or uh, Daredevil thing where they were talking to the daughter of the architect and they play the piano. Right. So yeah. there was a little bit, but that was just one Which, tiny. By the way, like, when he's playing the piano, he's playing the the theme. Yes, of the, the theme. I read that. I read that online. Yeah. I didn't yeah. pick that up on my own, but. Uh, but that that to me was really cool. Like I would have liked to seen a little bit more detail of that. I guess that was kind of mirroring the the conversation with Luke Cage and Iron Fist, where they they first off they're they're kind of getting together, and then all of a sudden they have this big blow up about you know the the whole uh, you could be better social thing, blah blah blah, this and that, and you know. And I th- to me I thought that was a little ham fisted. I would have rather seen them bond over something rather than have this, and then and then have the conversation in in a more constructive way to say like hey this is this is how i see things you know maybe maybe how i see how you see these things let's let's kind of make this work together instead of like oh you're opposite of me kind of thing you know i just i i hate when they kind of do that stuff but i would have liked to seen that that work together and then and then that bring them together in the long run instead of it seemed like it was really forced so I don't know. Uh, we we kind of beat this thing to death. I mean, it, it's we eight. actually talked about this a lot longer than I thought we would. To be completely honest, <laughs> I, know, I mean, me same. We always do. We always talk. I mean, we, sure. and there's more to talk about if we really want to. But I think I think with eight episodes. Oh no, no, um, you're breaking up, Noah. Let's. Oh, I guess we gotta end it. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Thanks, Nina. We'll see you in two weeks. You're frozen yeah. again, Noah. Sorry. What? <laughs> Anyways. Oh, one of the things I, I was going to bring up earlier, uh, we were talking about Finn not uh, being a good actor with martial arts. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was, and I thought that I've talked about this before, that uh, there's so many actors out there that have martial arts experience that it would have been so easy. One of the things, uh, John Cusack. Yeah, 
So uh, John Cusack is not someone I would have ever expected to be like, oh, my God, that dude's a badass. Like, but he's actually a six-degree black belt <laughs> under uh, a guy who trained with uh, Bruce Lee. So, wow. like, his shit is legit. Like, it's not even, like, kind of, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, it's not even Bruce Lee. It's uh, Benny the Jet. He's a uh, Benny the Jet student who I know, uh, I know Steve knows who uh, Benny the Jet is. He was, Benny, when they uh, did st say anything, and he was talking a lot about kickboxing and stuff like that, yeah. that was when he first got introduced to it, and that was like, yeah. that oh, was really? drawn from his own experience. And then he had Benny the huh. Jet in that movie, the, the, uh, yeah. the, um, when he goes back to his high school reunion, and he's the assassin. Great movie. Gross Point, Point Blank. Blank. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if he you like him with the John... pen, he ends up killing uh, Benny the Jet with the, <laughs> with the uh, pen. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't think martial arts is that unusual a skill to have. It's not like... Uh, it's not. You know, it's not like playing the harp or something. It's, you know, when, you know, when I took Taekwondo, the the guys that all ran the dojo where I went all learned it when they served in the army in Korea. Mm -hmm. And they came back and are like, hey, why don't we uh, just teach Taekwondo now that we're all pretty good at it? Yeah. And, <laughs> and they were great. And they were great. So, you know, like a lot of people pick... Like a lot, it's one of those things. It's an activity a lot of kids get into. Yeah. A lot of people get into it in the service. A lot of people, I would imagine, a lot of actors, especially if they want to do action, yes, learn it so that they that's a skill they can put on their resume and they can do action films. You know, so it's a very interesting sport and 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 activity in the fact that it, it is like dancing in the fact that um, you're training your body to do movement in a certain way this just yeah. happens to be a uh one of the cool things that i've i've heard about uh katas and stuff like that is it's a competitive dance uh, you know you're basically learning to do these movements in a, a choreographed way and that leads to acting 100 percent. i mean we, we have tournaments where we we do what's called a defense technique uh competition and it's basically a fight scene and so, you know, we're, we're basically training to do a fight scene. So it, it is one of those things that I, I think it's for an actor, especially if yeah. you want to be in action, it would be a huge, huge benefit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You're going to have a lot of stunt doubles filling in for like the major scenes. But yeah, you want to still be able to carry out the the a lot of the, the, the more minor stuff just so that it, 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 it appears I, I like mean, you, there's... you know how to how to do the things you're supposed to be able to do. You know? there, there's a handful of skills that you learn as an, that you should try to learn as an actor just because it's something it, it kind of gives you an in into certain genres like if you want to do fantasy you have to do a little bit of sword fighting and horseback riding yeah i was gonna say you know western if you, you know how to ride a horse. yeah if you yeah if you want to do westerns you have to learn how to ride a horse if you want to do act you know crime or crime films you you know have you to look like I was going to say, look like you know what you're doing when you have a gun in your hand. And martial arts, like I said, it's not an obscure... There's. I should have been an action star. What the hell have I been doing? I mean, you know, there's. I don't live in a particularly large town, and there's at least six or eight martial arts schools Oh, yeah. Oh, man, town. they're all over. Yeah, here. they're everywhere. I mean, it's like They're every, everywhere. You know, every... Uh, and that's every... what always kills me about when people say, oh, well, why, why didn't you... Uh, cast an Asian character for a karate school because martial arts is not specifically just Asian. I want, no. I want people to understand no, that. Like martial arts not... are everywhere. Right. No. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's, it's one of those things that always kills me when like, uh, you know, 
we, we talked about this during the, the first uh, Iron Fist, and they're like, well, why didn't they put an Asian guy in as, as the karate expert? Well, just because you're Asian doesn't mean you know karate, and just because you know karate doesn't mean you're Asian. Like, right. I, I know a, a handful of people right now that I can name off that are fucking badass martial artists and are not Asian, you know? And it's right. one of those things is is, is every... Every race and, and nationality has their own form of martial arts. Martial arts does not necessarily mean just karate, and it does not necessarily sure. mean just Asian. I mean, uh, granted... Isn't I mean, even Tai we Chi. Got, we got Steve Seagal. Well, that, isn't <laughs> Tai up. Chi is a martial arts? <laughs> no. Yes, I mean, Tai Chi is a martial arts. But so is Krav Maga, and that came from Israel. Right. And you've got uh, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is from, guess where? Brazil. You know? Right. I mean, and there's even you know, Taekwondo from Korea, right? I mean, that's yes. Taekwondo. Yeah, and Asian martial arts are done without weapons for the most part because at the time it was culturally not legal for, mm -hmm. unless you were royalty, you could not carry swords, you could not carry oh. weapons. But there's also so, a part of that where they turn regular farm instruments into weapons. Right, and it's you, you know so the, and then and then you go to 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 Europe and you have like mm -hmm. medieval. Mm -hmm. martial arts which i'm not even sure have names and it's just like they use like you said they use farm implements or clubs yeah. or you yeah know. The sword fighting sword fighting yeah. is a martial art yeah right even though it's like oh well, it's sword fighting no it's a martial art it's it's the art of combat yeah and, and there's so... and and it's not all it's not just the sword like mm -hmm. one of the things i learned when i learned stage stage combat the french style of um of fencing they always like you see in the old movies, they have their hand up in the air. Yeah, the the, you know? the three musketeer style. Yeah, and it's like another they're going with Fancy. the others, and and the reason for that was in French sword fighting, it dueling was not allowed, so you had to do it at night. No. So, so you had a would, flashlight so or they, a, no? So they would have lantern. lanterns, like a torch and, or something. Yeah, they would have lanterns, <laughs> and the thing is that style of sword fighting incorporates the lantern where you like whack the guy with it if yep. he gets too close. Oh, wow. So yeah, so but they don't talk about that and it doesn't show up in movies, but you know. <laughs> I think it does in the Three Musketeer uh, series. I think there is a scene or two where they whack each other it, with a It might, but yeah, that's <laughs> but yeah, I mean like I said it's I don't think yeah. I don't think Marshall and and the thing is you don't even need somebody who's you know, a triple black belt or whatever and You'd need somebody who's familiar enough with it and is willing to do the work for it. Right. Who's got, who, like I said, if who's I can learn to, to do it, anybody can. Right. Because I'm the most and, uncoordinated person around and I can make this stuff look decent. Well, and the thing is, it's like you're an actor. That's your job. I mean, the yes. whole thing, the whole thing, piss, it always pisses me off when I hear about an actor who like complains about what they have to do for their. Oh, for their, for their role. role. Like, oh, I had to get up at four in the morning and go to the makeup tent to get my makeup done. It's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's why you're in the, that's why you're a movie actor. That's, yeah. that's, that's part of your job. <laughs> you mean these guys that get it like, oh, I had to work, work out for three months to lose 10 pounds and, and get in shape. Like, wait, I mean, that's all you did for three months is had to work out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. I mean, gotta, I mean, and there's, paid to and make there's, yourself look good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who go to extremes, like when Tom Hanks lost, you know, a hundred pounds or whatever to do, Castaway. Oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. No, Castaway. Or Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's Cast like, oof. that's. I mean, that's 
What's that, the guy that played Batman, right? Look at what Christian, oh, Christian Bale. Sure. Like the yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. And even Christian, that Academy Award-winning performance he did with uh, with uh, where he played the boxing uh, the boxer. He was he was a oh the oh, machinist. Yeah. No. No, no, no. The boxer oh. he was in with uh, Mark Wahlberg, right? right? What was that one? I don't know. The fighter, oh, maybe. Oh yeah. That sounds right. But I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, there are some people who go to extremes and and maybe hurting their their health. But Matthew McConaughey too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, but but and you know, I could understand if you might not want to do that. But learning martial arts is when you're playing the world's greatest martial artist right yeah is, ex- is an expectation of the job yeah. yeah well i mean you got you got other people too that take it to the extreme like you got keanu reeves who uh you know we will never say he's the best actor in the world but he I, puts I, a lot of effort into making sure that his shit is as believable as john wick and uh, you know, and he, you know yeah. from the uh, from the Matrix. And he's learned he, that his roles that he chooses, you know, he, he he's got to choose the ones that fit more in with his uh, range. <laughs> and he yeah. does a good job with you that. Know, <laughs> now, I, I I think I think it's it's he has the problem that he's so recognizable. I think it's hard for actors at a certain point when they get super famous, like I I always <laughs> say, like at this point, like Jack Nicholson is playing Jack Nicholson roles. And, yeah, there's well, there's certain people that are like that. Yeah, for and sure. And I think I think Keanu has reached, you know, well, he, he so, reached he reached that state almost out of the box. You know, I think it's more more. So there's a difference in Jack Nicholson and, and Keanu Reeves is that Keanu Reeves only had a range that fits certain things. Where Jack Nicholson got to the point where his ego got so big that it kind of put him in a range. I don't know because I mean, as good as it gets about Schmidt, he had some roles that were not. You know, not the one flew over the cuckoo's nest, wild and crazy. Right, but that's what I'm saying is his ego put the reins on him. Where Keanu Reeves, really, his acting ability kind of put the reins on him. Like (laughs) he is a hundred percent, like from Bill and Ted, he fits that. He fits uh, John Wick. He does not fit in a Shakespeare play. Okay, we (laughs) we saw that. He he, he, there's certain things. Nothing yet. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, him being the way he is is more about him being the way he is rather than what he can do. He he has the range. It's his choice whether or not he's going to change it. And we get that a lot. We're getting that with a lot of these older actors yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I agree with that 100%. But it's like I want to say that, you know, with Keanu Reeves is he put that work in. Like John Wick is believable and, and, and as good of a movie as it is because he put the work in to make it 100 Like He does like 90% of his his own stunts in that yeah. and that's because he put the work in on like he does like 80 hours a week uh in martial arts uh doing uh jujitsu and uh like i read a thing about where he doesn't he doesn't train in one martial arts he's not trying to get a black belt in a certain thing he's like show me it all i want to yeah. know everything i can about all of it so he's doing jujitsu judo karate krav maga he's doing kung fu he's doing you know kickboxing he's doing bo- regular boxing he's doing just straight up regular grappling and you know he's like give me it all i don't want to i want to be a master of one i want to be a, a a jack of all trades and then he goes right. out and does what the gun fu right he goes out and shoots like 40 out like he, he said one uh there was one week he put like a thousand rounds um, every hour down the range. 
and I oh was like, gosh. son of a bitch. I'm like, that, I don't think I've thought a shot a thousand rounds in this year. And I'm like, he's like every hour for like 40 hours a week, he was putting a thousand out, uh, rounds down the wow. range. And I'm like, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Cause, cause he understands his job is yeah. action star. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also fun as hell to do all that stuff. Oh, sure. Like if well, I could go shooting for 40 hours a week, I'm like. certainly right. Exactly. It's certainly no, no oh, drag. Yeah. I was, I was going to say beach digging ditches, you know, but right. Yeah. He, well, if he got a role as a ditch digger, he might. He might he go might. put 40 That's hours true. into just digging graves. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, you know, I'll tell you this. Have you ever Maybe. seen um, Star of Echoes with Kevin Bacon? Yes. Yes. He, play, he plays a lineman, which is what our dad used to do. And there's a scene where he's up the telephone pole talking mm -hmm. on one of the things. And I'm like, damn, he looks just like a lineman. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's what my grandpa used to do, too. He, he worked for the telephone company and, uh, yeah. when yeah. Uh, he was young and up at My time. dad, he couldn't go on a drive with my dad without him saying, see those lines up there? <laughs> or he also, he also would point That's out... That's such a dad move. Yeah. He would also point out uh, houses and building, or in, yeah, and oh. businesses where he installed the phones because he was yeah, a phone nice. installer after he was a lineman. That's right. funny. That's and hilarious. That's, yeah. So all the kids listening, you're 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 one person here in your class that hates me, um, who's probably twelve years old. Um, Actually, she's a she's a mother, an adult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's an adult. Yeah, it sounded like she was a kid the way you're describing her. My well, apologies. I said my one of my students doesn't mean that it's one of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, Jennifer. so it doesn't matter. So she, if she's an adult, she remembers when the phone company would install. The phones in your house before yes. you could do it yourself so anyway yes <laughs> sorry uh, Probably. uh unknown mysterious person jennifer uh, jennifer thought... said uh talk shit about uh thor one more time she's coming down in and she's trained Bo, so i think she could take you <laughs> I've, I've seen you in a fight so. is she luke cage who can stop bullets that's my only question <laughs> oh no 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 Whoa. Well, if she's coming at me, if she's coming uh, at me, you know what? I mean, if she's yeah, coming at me, she's a mother. She has children. Yeah. Then well, don't come I mean, at me. She's not a black girl yet. <laughs> where, where just we watch get your the, mouth when it comes gun. to Thor Ragnarok. Come on, buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, come on. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, once again, I, I, I want to thank you guys for joining us. For This is this was a fun episode. I, I really enjoy these. Uh, it was funny. I was thinking sure. about it earlier this week. I was like, God, I. It's it's I'm looking forward to Wednesday because this is fun talking about these things, regardless yep. of how bad the show or series we're talking about. It's still fun to talk to you guys about these things. And, and, and that's enjoyable. Um, next week, we're going to start our uh, we're in October. So we're going to get into our, our, our spooky October stories. Ooh. And uh, we're Ooh. actually going to cover um, it's called Midnight Mass. Um, it's a series on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. I have some friends who are talking about that. Yeah, I I watched the trailer. That's all I know of it so Thanks far. So, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hit the first two episodes um, on a on a podcast next week, and then we're gonna kind of watch the rest of the watch the middle portion of it, and then get together again the next week and and Thanks. finish it up the the two series with our friends uh, Alicia, who is our uh, our spooky movie expert. Apparently, um, <laughs> she's, she's she enjoys these much more. It's funny because. Uh, you know, Steve and her are are not affected by these things at all. Where I'm like curled up on the couch behind uh, really? blankets and pillows. Oh yeah, I'm the biggest wimp when it comes to scary movies. Like, 
I, I'd be the first, like a bear walks in the room, I'm the first one to jump up and like, oh yeah, I got this, I'm going to tag it. A ghost walks in the room, I'm the first one to scream and run like a girl, like it just, that's just how I am. I, uh, I don't know what it is about these movies that get me, but they're, they're much more um, normal. I have, a, <laughs> I have so. a friend who's, uh, whose husband is a cop, and uh -huh. uh, the way his, uh, his schedule rotates so like every couple of weeks he works a night shift for a while oh, geez. <laughs> and she's like she's like my husband's on the night shift this week she's like I should not have started watching midnight mass <laughs> she's, she's like she's like I'm totally freaked out he's not home till 4 a.m and, and I wrote back I'm like thanks for the recommendation I'll be checking nice. it out <laughs> right See, I was expecting you to go the other way. There, I saw this great video one time, and it's it's two uh, police officers responding to like a, a disturbance call, and they're kind of walking down this like dirt road near a cemetery kind of thing, and all of a sudden there's this like high cackle kind of scream sound, and they both turn around like fuck that, nope, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're they're on their like, it's 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 like on the um the dash cam and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and then they have their regular. It's it's so funny. They're like, yep, nope. Not for me. I'm like, I'd be the same way. I remember uh, in Hawaii, standing watch on the boat, uh, the midnight shifts and stuff like that. Weird, creaky sounds would just get me going. And I'm like, ugh. Like, I, I definitely could not watch anything scary. I'd, I'd have to turn on, like, MTV just to get some jovial <laughs> music going. So. Back yeah. when MTV I'd... played music? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, Back in the 90s. I, I do storytelling. I think you guys knew this for, for Halloween. And so I collect ghost stories from, you know, all cultures. And I have to say, the Hawaiian ones, the Hawaiian mm. ghosts are the scariest ones uh -huh. I've heard. Because nice. it's like one of those, like, they have you heard, did you hear about the Nightwalkers when you were there? Uh, no. No, I These didn't. These are, they said, they'll, they'll see... I don't know if I should. You're looking. You're looking creeped out. I'm like I'm like I haven't been there in a couple of years, but it still kind of creeped me out. <laughs> but they they said you. It's like, um, if you see them at night, it's like you'll look off in the distance, and it'll just look like a line of people like walking single file. And they said they don't stop for anything. Like if they get to a house, they just walk through the house. Oh jeez. And if they get to a you know a street, they just walk across the street, and cars drive through them. And they said if you see them. It's like a bad you know, omen. It's like it's like don't don't let them if if you see them and they look back and like you make eye contact, uh -huh. you, that's it. You're dead. Oh. oh wow. And and they will and it's like ooh creepy creepy. Yeah. There's just something about it. Just no, the creepy curtains out. behind you are moving. Was that a cat? <laughs> Yeah, 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 my dog's actually back there. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, yeah. Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely the wimp of our group, and it's funny, but, I mean, most physical attacks or anything like that, I'm the first to jump in front, like, yeah, I got this, but, yeah, the, the supernatural definitely makes me uh, turn around and run. Yeah, I actually uh, like the horror movies. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a fan. Um, I, I was, the one time I went to Seattle, I was pretty... Uh, it went to the uh, the EMP, the Experience Music Project, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, it's at the base of the the Space uh, Needle, the Space Needle. So oh, there was there. Um, the normal exhibits, but there oh were, they have the horror movie exhibit at the bottom. They, in the is that there all the time? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was there all the time. I thought that yeah. was a, a temporary thing, but yeah, that was really cool to see the yeah. history of like 
we went through that too. movies and all that kind of stuff that oh, was nice. really super cool so yeah yeah there's some spooky shit in there too like there's a couple yeah. of interactive things where you're in there and they like you turn on a little video and it's playing and they have like yeah. like puff of air come out from behind you like so you feel right. it you're like oh yeah no i can't do this no more <laughs> well, like i think of movies like saw and i think of movies like hostile and just like some of these like like just they're like classic horror mm-hmm. like you know the, the they're the first iteration of all this stuff and it's like you know, I don't know. I just, I, I really get it. It was a very fun, we went through that and yeah, there was a lot that, and it's, it's one of those interesting things. Cause I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a horror fan. Cause I, I literally can sit and watch them, but they, they spook the crap out of me. And I, I, yeah. I literally have to pull my feet up. You know, I curl <laughs> up under, I, I do, I, oh, I get yeah. as small as balls I can. And just it's one of those things. And, and, but I enjoy them. They're kind of like roller coasters for me. It's like, oh, my God, I scream and, and scared the whole way through. Then afterwards, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so much fun. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, we're going to hit we're going to try and hit those uh, nice. through the rest of the month. Um, cool. And then uh, November, we, we've got a special thing uh, planned out for uh, Veterans Day. We're going to do, oh, um, nice. I believe we said Saving Private Ryan or Band of Brothers. I can't remember which one it is. I think I was going to put it out. No, no, it's, it's Band of Brothers or Saving Private Ryan, one of those two. I was going to put it out for a, a vote just to see, because nice. those those are the two that I just are, are by far and above the best um, military cool. movies ever, I think, or, or military representations. Uh, I don't right know on. if Band of Brothers counts as a movie, but um, yeah. I think for Veterans Day, I think that's really cool. I, those are what I wanted to do, and yeah. Steve agreed to it. So, right um, and, and then, uh, But, yeah, we're definitely hitting our... our, our our scary stuff. We got two weeks, and then there will be one more. I don't know if it's Candyman or or something else going on. I'm hoping that. we get the new Dune in there somewhere, <laughs> Dune, because I, I want to check that, I, that out. Might... It hits the theaters, I think, at the end of the month. Or yeah, I think that might be right after what Veterans Day. Uh, we also our next MCU will be uh, Runaways, if I'm not mistaken. Runaways, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be in. in I'm uh, trying to track down one of the ingredients for my for my drink. For that. <laughs> you already got one picked out. Nice. I have one picked out. It's a personal. It's a personal thing, but I'm having trouble tracking down one of the ingredients. So we'll All right, see well, what happens. You got you got you got three weeks essentially. I got three so weeks, exactly. So, cool. All right. Well, uh, you know, join us on our Facebook group or, or catch us up, catch us up on uh, Instagram at uh, how we sees it, or that's the HWSI podcast on Instagram or the how we sees it podcast on uh, Facebook. You can email us at the date, the dot HWSI dot podcast at gmail dot com or uh, find us on our, your favorite podcast uh, supporter uh rate review and subscribe wherever you find us uh really helps us out and uh, we appreciate it um email us and let us know what you think anything else guys hell caesars hell caesars Caesars. (laughs) (laughs) yeah awesome all right guys well thanks again and uh we'll see you guys in a couple weeks and the rest of you guys we'll see you next week good night good night